Sick, dude. Thanks, man. What was that for? That was very nice. Um, that's just a somebody asked for my show reel. I had made one in I don't know, two years, maybe three years. Are they normally like uh like that looks like a like a music video? Is that just to like display your production talents for them? Is that kind of like a, the equivalent of like a demo in music? Yeah. And what happens is, I fortunately I love cutting into a musical beat and mm-hmm. doing a music video with good cool footage. Yeah, that was sick. And it doesn't t- it didn't take me long because I was like I'm just gonna use that shot or that shot you know yeah I've used those shots before for anyone listening go to Vimeo.com and look up Joey Malinsky and check out his director's reel 2017 it's fucking dope is there a reason why you do it on Vimeo versus like YouTube or something yeah the player's better like oh the really quality of the player the video image looks more like my image in my computer it's not as like, like compressed people watch as much. my stuff on a whole bunch of different visual qualities yeah and i have no idea i'm not smart at controlling it you know what i'm saying i just know how to edit it in my computer i never thought about it. i always figure i don't know anything about video so i assume like 1080p was like all right youtube can do that but i know that it compresses the audio a lot like when i when i if i upload like a song or something like that it's just like well i think youtube's kind of cool because they let they ask for the give me your highest quality file I'll respect the company that does that as mm-hmm. original, and then they'll they'll use their own conversions if they want to, you know, whatever. You know? Yeah, and I they'll like they'll make better, most people though. look at the lower quality one just to save bandwidth. Yeah, you can adjust that settings on how you watch your content, but yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with it. The um, Vimeo, I have a hard time with searching. Like, I can't find anything on Vimeo, so yeah. like if you're trying to search for something, you yeah, unless you get like this top staff pick or whatever, and you're just placed on the front page. Oh, got him. Check. Adam. All right, there oh, we go. There we go. <laughs> Live from the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Cracking in, dude. <laughs> where's, the, where's, the, where's the cooler at here? It's on the other side. Oh, we can bring it over. Inconvenient. All right, hold up. One Jimmy second. Seleski is going to go yeah, grab Jimmy the Seleski. cooler. I'm going to go grab the cooler. And uh, today on the cast, we got uh, local filmmaker, director, my boss, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joey Malinsky. Let's get out there early. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? for being uh, i'm appreciative to be here hey like, man thanks for coming yeah dude a fucking pleasure do you Any need another time? one too uh I'm how are you looking on that guy yeah, I like, i'll get it i think i can reach that <laughs> all right all right cool 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 <laughs> good position the last time i was in here jimmy wasn't here yeah. i was gonna say have you ever been here before but oh, then i shot remember. yeah oh yeah and i expected yeah. you to be here i was yeah, like oh yeah. i think jimmy's gonna be here but <laughs> no shot yeah uh luckily ellis who lives right down the street popped over and we, ellis was a good dude we what were you guys filming that time it was a uh, like a spec shoot for spec something, shoot. and uh, but yeah, it, it worked out. The studio looks dope. It looked dope on camera. I gotta watch that video. I remember Eric showed it to me one time, and I saw a studio, and I was like, "Wow, dude, that looks really sick." I never thought about it that way. Yeah, well, it's the first time I saw it. What's a spec shoot? Um, something where you make something to, in order to prove you could do something. Oh, so that's the same thing as a director's reel. Yeah, kind of. But it's like more honed in on, I guess, yeah, what a they're trying to get. A, yeah. Okay. It's like a. It's, a it's like building like a little model replica of a something you're trying to build large scale. You yeah. know what I mean? But in video, you just this is all now. In case you couldn't tell, dude, this, all this video stuff is like completely, like I don't yeah. know. In case don't you know, couldn't tell last week, dude. 
You guys have been making videos for a while, though, right? Yeah, we've been yeah. making videos for a while, but no, nothing like what we did last week, for sure. Yeah. I don't make those things we do last week that often. <laughs> most <laughs> of our videos were like the video, most of the videos we did with Scott were like the equivalent of like that, like Orange Sherbet video we just watched, like the effects wise. Mm-hmm. But uh, the later stuff, a good video. The later stuff got better. I mean, I'm I'm just referring to like the first videos we made. Yeah, nobody's really, good. nobody yeah, started. Really them. fucking mm-hmm. cheesy. I thought that North Korea one was good, but uh, Alex didn't like it, dude. My brother, Alex didn't like it, dude. He didn't like it. I couldn't believe I it. Thought he liked it. I do I appreciate Alex because he's fucking real and was just like, was just like, yeah, dude. I didn't like that one as much. I was like, that's very dope of you to say. Damn. He always praised it to me. But then no, he also, liked we, the, uh, did, we did shoot a video in his apartment, and then he really liked that one because we shot it in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. but the like, apartment looked great, guys. Uh, acting exactly. great. Yeah, it was funny, though. The, <laughs> Scott was, like, was key on that place. Scott was like choking me in the video, and he like threw me up against the door like a couple times just to get the right take. Uh-huh. And like he accidentally ended up like putting a dent in my brother's wall. Yeah. yeah. You guys are fixing that door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think we ever fixed it. No, no, not at all. He said he didn't care. He put his computer in front of it. (laughs) You know what one? You know what one he always liked was the BYOB rehearsal on that one. By the way, what's up? You know how you had to get slammed against the wall? Did you roll in rehearsal? Um, yeah, we did. And then also, like, we as we like were shooting, we were like, all right, yeah, maybe like if you, uh, like if I put something under my feet, you don't actually have to hold me. The uh, you know. Hold me with your hands and actually choke me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I like realism. Takes, there. I like dude. realism. <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll start at realism, and then we'll bring it back. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, dude, I remember doing. Dude, those were fun times. I really loved doing those videos. Like yeah, they, man. we spent a lot of time on that shit, dude. For yeah, like, man. and even your music videos too. Oh fun. my god, oh, dude. I've never been blessed with one of those. <laughs> you haven't? Oh so. no, dude. I don't think so yeah. Oh no, I think I might have taken that all. I think I might have taken the sleep at night one down. Even though are these original tunes? Are you? Did you write this track? This for original, original song, yeah. And then also, uh, is it comedy Mad. or is it straight up? Uh, no, it's real music, dude. Real music, like real yeah. music video. We did a music video for Mad too. Yeah, right that was I was only like last year or something, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe two years ago. Yeah, Probably three years ago. Honestly. Nah, it, it was no more than two. I think it was 2015, which is crazy, dude. For sure. But no, Scott got really good, dude. The Mad video was the only reason I didn't like the Sleep at Night one was because. The the video concept is really good, but I tried to edit it myself, and I just like suck at that stuff. Mm-hmm. So like it just like, but like the video, like the con. Well, you were there when we like did all like the the cutouts and stuff. And we yeah, had man, everything. I did like half those cutouts, dude. But we like we made like this whole like storybook like like set in his basement nice and we had like dude it was dope uh tracks on the fucking <laughs> ceiling that we like taped up and then we we're like sliding Slide. things across we and like all in for lines that. on stuff and reeling stuff across cool. the room actually Michelle i was Gondry style practical yeah practical i knew offense. um the guy devin the devin mcbay the guy mm-hmm. who was gav i knew him because he was actually because originally devin's great yeah he's an awesome guy he went to uh Towson U. but originally when we were filming that video I was supposed to get it done with this dude in the film department. I'm not going to say his name, but he wound up being like, he wound up just like trying to rip me off and shit like that. It was this whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. And then... Uh, We're not going to bring that beat back up. Yo, <laughs> no shot, dude. No shot. Although it is a good story. But... <laughs> very good story. <laughs> it is a very good story. But uh, no, Devin very was... Very good ending. <laughs> <laughs> Devin like was he on... He got back at him, really. Oh, good. yeah. It was, it's yeah, a dude. classic it's tale crazy. of revenge, we'll dude. It was, it was one of the more impressive tales I have. But uh, <laughs> Devin was on that production team, and that was the first time I met him. And that was like 
four years ago or something. He was always doing lighting. I was wondering. I was watching him doing the lighting, and I was like, how does one just really hone in on like that aspect of filmography? You know? Yeah, it's a it's a it's a skill. It's definitely a skill. But it's sure. a lot, dude. When I when I got the call sheet, I was like looking at like the terminology, which is another thing that threw me for a loop. Just all the terminology, like gaff and fucking. Yeah, it's the only one I can think of off the top of head. Yeah. But like, you know, just gaff was one of them. All of them. That was enough, dude. No, I saw I saw a gaffer on the call sheet. And I was like, what the hell is gaffer? What does that even mean? And I looked it up and it was like the electrician and stuff like that. But and then apparently tape is gaff. Is gaff gaff is tape? Gaff, tape. Yeah, Picked tape, up on yeah. that? Style of tape. The yep. flying in, that's kind of like uh it's kind of like a universal one. Yeah, we could 86 something in 86 a something, yeah, you know, flying in. Like, if you want something on the fly, that means, like, oh, I need that quick, you know? Well, I'm coming. Yeah, I'm flying in. I'm, I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah. it. It's on the move. I was talking about from the I, restaurant, oh, restaurant oh, yeah, angle. Oh, yeah, good deal. One rule, like, on set is, uh, I got taught this by AD when I first started in production, was uh, I don't know is not an answer on the set. Ooh. And it should never be. So it's either <laughs> no or I'll find out and go find out and make steps to how to do it. You asked the first thing you asked me to do when we got to uh, the first location. The first thing you asked me to do was I was like, "Joey, is there anything I can do?" And you were like, "Yeah, can you can you set up a camera for me?" And it was just one of those things where I just like look. I just looked at you like this, and you were like, "All right, actually do this." I was like, "Thank God, thank God, I didn't have to just say out loud like, dude, I have no fucking clue how to do what you're asking me to do." Because I probably yeah. wouldn't. I was gonna give you that look, and then I was gonna yeah, I was no, gonna I try to figure I it out. No, I was probably joking on that, Jimmy. <laughs> no, I think I would. I definitely would have tried to figure it out. On the other shoot, we would have, like Comcast, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like on an event shoot, definitely. For sure. That was an interesting first day, dude. That was that was yeah, a grand. Yeah, I don't want to get into that one. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. But that was a that was a grand old day. It's fun, man. It's always fun, at least. Yeah, it's always, it's always an adventure. Time. Film it's, production is definitely. There's an always going to be a story. Exactly. Dude. uh... Speaking of which, you have a crazy long story of like just even getting to this point. Even like you grew up in Kent Island. Kent Island, Mar- yeah, yeah. I was born in Baltimore. Island. Yeah, okay. You, and you lived in Brooklyn, right? Brooklyn Park, yeah. Brooklyn and, and Park, Par- Maryland, right? Or or yeah, oh, like New um, York, right below the city. Right below the city. Okay, right you're about Brooklyn, yeah, Maryland. Yeah, okay, yeah, just yeah, making yeah. sure. But South then, uh, city, yeah. but yeah, Ken Island. Ken Island, and then I, that's where I, that's where and I consider sticks, myself. Man, Why I thought you? it was awesome. It was the water. It was the sticks, but yeah, the water. Like yeah, well, yeah. when I grew up, my uh, my road was oyster shells for like years. Yo, Just oyster shells. Yeah. That's crazy. That's that's it eat, dude. Sick. I always tell people people that aren't from Maryland don't know what you mean when you say like Eastern Shore, Western Shore. Yeah, like what are you talking split. about? But like, my, my East- company's called Across the Bridge Productions. Which is why. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, ACB no. is for sure, but across the bridge. I grew up, and anytime I came from the city, that we were considered chicken neckers because we came from Baltimore. We weren't true uh, Ken Islanders, you know what I'm saying? Chicken neckers? Like, got, is that the term they use for how you crab? Yeah, if you crab with chicken neckers, they call you chicken neckers. <laughs> so we were chicken neckers, but I was proud. I was, I, I, no, that's I would dope. Yeah, you guys got crabs. That yeah. is a very <laughs> Western anything. Shore move, dude. Yeah. With the chicken, holy cannoli, dude! Yeah, chicken sure. neckers. Dude, chicken necks in those cages too, man. That works. Well, that's the eastern, yeah, that's eastern shore you can, you guys. Can do it eel. You can do bullets. You can do whatever you want as long as the crabs go into the pot. You're successful, dude. It's exactly. like a whole. It's like a whole different state over there, and it's amazing. I never knew that they had a chicken neckers as a term. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, we. Were, I would have never known. I like that. eastern shore though. It, it it's definitely not. It's it's pretty progressive line split. <laughs> that water. Why yeah. did? Why did your family move there from Baltimore? That's, I feel like that's weird. My dad grew up on, like, he, my, my grandfather had property on the island, and my dad would go crabbing there from Baltimore. 
they would drive like all the weekends. My dad built my house in on the weekends. So when I was Whoa. so I was like four to whenever we moved, like young when whenever we moved, it took me years. We would go there every weekend. He would build this house. Damn, so that like, guy was yeah. grinding for a guy who smoked weed every day. That's impressive. Yeah. Damn. True. True. Very true. And then uh, from Ken Island, you went to San Diego. I went to San Diego. Yep. Yeah, just to you know. I know you can't make it here. I can make it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's driving across. Like, <laughs> got there. You did, a, you did a road trip across road the country. Road trip. Yeah. How old were you? 20, I guess. So I you stayed out. Community college, yeah. Where'd you go? To, you go you, didn't, you went to community college on the Eastern Shore? I went to Chesapeake, yeah. Ooh. That's not community, is it? I is thought that, that the was. Bay Retrievers? It changed, I think it mascot? changed while I was. I mean, I, I always tell people it changed while I was there because they was changed into a four year. Or, I, but I have no idea, dude. I don't know. I, all you I know went is, there when it was. All when it I know is when I went to college. San Diego, they didn't say. They said you went where? Yeah, we don't take any of that shit. And I was <laughs> Goddamn like, all chicken right. necker. I didn't go anywhere then. <laughs> and then I and then on this, so I was been working in film. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see if I can teach a film class at Chesapeake. And they're like, you're not qualified enough. I'm like, oh, I got a degree from your place. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> 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 and I'm actually, you know, I'm saying, I could Where'd you say you went? Chesapeake? Film, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. <laughs> like, they, they have, like, truck driving classes there. Like, you can yeah. drive, learn how to drive a truck. Up there, uh, like, a SUV, uh, or whatever they're called, like, 18-wheelers. Yeah. That's a But college, I can't teach dude. people how to do film. Jeez, that's so weird. Like, you know I hire people to do film, guys, right? You know, right? <laughs> but you didn't wind up, so you didn't wind up going, to, where were you trying to go, San Diego State? Uh, you know what I wanted? My dream was uh, Chapman, which is a private uni- uh, college, and I was just going to, like, I, have no, I had no plan because the money situation didn't work out. So in-state tuition for California was way cheaper, and I was just going to live in California for a while, set up in-state residence, and then see where I wanted to live. Mm. Um, but I just did, you know. So Chapman is in San Diego? No, Chapman's Orange County. Okay. But they're the, like the place, it's like a private school. It's like, oh, I, I drove up there for like the to see the school, and they're like, people are pulling up in like Hummers. And, like, oh, my gosh. You know, it was like. It was crazy, and I was like, "Yeah." But they had like the Fisher Eleven. They had like all the good Dolly stuff. They had all the good uh, equipment. So if I wanted to go, in, all I wanted to do was play with gear. Are they and like a notorious had good gear too? That's why. I, that's why I was going to go there. Are they like a notorious film school? Like they're like it's rich. I mean, I I just like the gear, man. I like the workout of it. I don't know if they're uh, notorious. I wouldn't put them up with NYU or nothing like that. How did you hear about them? Because this, how many years ago is this? Was this? Mm, we're looking. I haven't been in college in a while. I graduated in two thousand one, <laughs> two thousand three. So how did you find? I guess what I'm asking is like, because right now, like, I can just go online and like Google stuff. But mm-hmm. like, how did you hear about Chapman or anything like that? Probably like, the interwebs. Really? Was it? Yeah, I, I mean, guess I had yeah, internet back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Internet okay. uh, seemed like high school. And, oh yeah, I was on I, uh, ICQ, AIM. Like, oh, ICQ okay. was the best messenger app ever. Messaging in any ever. So, yeah, I mean, internet was yeah. That's early. I was on the computers early, so I love computers. Oh yeah, that was going on. I forgot about that. Yeah, that's interesting. I I didn't even think about that. I I just assumed like maybe a counselor knew something at school or like no nah. no 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 one, counselors yeah. didn't know. I don't know. Didn't yeah. your counselors know much? I don't. I don't even know who my counselor was. <laughs> I was like made to. I mean, sorry, and like I'm sorry to whoever twice. the counselor was. Like I don't know. I'm sorry. If you thought you really steered me in the right direction, <laughs> I never got what their purpose was. Like I feel like I didn't use the counselor to its full potential. Because yeah. there's got there's no way that that's all they did what was which was what I used them for because in that case that's a worthless job because they did nothing for me pretty much yeah I would say hopefully I'm hoping that the guidance counselors for people that needed like guidance yeah yeah yeah, yeah that makes sense <laughs> that makes sense that makes sense but you know I wouldn't I wouldn't have signed up for the list I would like some business advice I wouldn't the account teams from the school like yo 
give me some uh, financial knowledge about how these decisions are being made and what my best appropriate actions at this age should be. Yeah, we had like a personal finance, or what was it, economics, or we had, in like twelfth grade econ class. Econ, yeah, yeah, it was like a <laughs> mandatory mandatory class in twelfth grade that taught you like kind of personal finance, but at such like a bare minimum that I still like, like that idea though. i remember I, it all i, I being, sponsored that class i like i like that idea dude i i remember because i was in ap econ for god knows why and they let you in the ap I'm yeah sorry. that's dude that and my teacher was mr stang who was like he was also the philosophy teacher and he was like a track coach and he was just like a really cool dude mm-hmm. and so we would spend like the entire class just like talking about random shit and it wouldn't be until like six minutes until the bell he'd start teaching about econ and so i guess he expected us all to like learn it on our own. <laughs> I was like, no way, dude. I'm not doing that. He's like, I'm not qualified for this. Class. I'm, just gonna <laughs> I'm fucking broke. I cannot teach you guys shit. Personal. tips. Help me he, out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pass around a fucking collection hat every class. Dude, like, it's inappropriate, Mr. Stang. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, dude, that was, that had like, I don't remember any of that having to do with personal finances, but then again, maybe it would have if he had actually taught, taught the class. The Very true. I remember it all being like graphs and like aggregate demand, which I still don't know what that means. No and cool like the fucking curves. Everything was a curve, even though it was straight. That always fucking threw me for a loop. <laughs> <laughs> that would throw me too. It, it was always like, it was why that like, clearly isn't curved. Like, I think we're talking about different classes. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I'm not talking about I'm talking about AP econ. I'm talking about the one that was like... Honors econ. It was in 12th grade, and I think it was like half a year, maybe. Health? Or like, I don't think it was health. I think it was health like... Health was like 8th grade, right? Well, you had high school health, too. Did you? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean I for every county. Baltimore County had high well, school we health. Had it in like for half middle a, school, for a semester. and then in like 11th grade, maybe. And that was a half year thing, too, because SAT prep was the other half of the year. Dude, semester classes were the best idea ever. Because I got real tired of a class like after the first half of the year. <laughs> after Christmas break, I want new classes. <laughs> yeah, it's like I feel like I got everything I can get out of this. It's a new year. Give me a new fucking subject. But that's why I like college. Well, that's which is why I didn't go. But that's why I like college. I, I just didn't. I didn't make it. <laughs> it's definitely the in the in the pros yeah. list of why I should have gone those semesters. I liked it. Yeah, I like the idea of college too, but I don't know for whatever reason wasn't for me do yeah. you feel like i mean for filming because you you skipped on it I'm, i take right yeah skip that on do you feel like like where do you feel like you could have possibly benefited had you gone yeah oh network i think coming out with a a group of people that are doing the same thing as you makes total sense mm-hmm. getting oh, the yeah, lock sure. mentality absolutely i think the people that are doing it right now in the area like the all the thousand all the thousand, like, people, all the yeah. thousand people like if we didn't have them for production like we wouldn't have a, a good workforce here. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. Yeah. You know? And they were all coming out at the same time. And and they had that film fraternity at Towson, too, LKT. Yeah, I'm, saying, I'm saying that's growing, you know, a decent amount of talent. For sure, definitely. So I think and that's a great advantage because all you are in this business is a network. I got my first job because my buddy had a job and got me, get, you know, could get my that's name to goes, a person, man. you know. So I can't say I didn't, you know, I, I worked my, you know, I, I, no, I got a, you know. Helping hand that in. was that was out in San Diego. That was in New York. So so you went to San Diego for college two years, two years of college that you didn't go to, or you were just living in San Diego for two I, years. I signed up for a semester. 
but I didn't get. I mean, once they told me my they they you know they said they couldn't tell me if my grades would, well, my school would transfer until I got accepted, right? And then I had to get once I got accepted, they didn't tell me until it it was like and then whatever it was. And this is what college? San Diego State. San Diego State. Mm. The slugs. And they were dude. like, we can take your credits and put them to your film study. Like you took film in your as your elective in community college, you can use that as your elective in. And I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm coming to school to learn to play with the film toy. Like I want to learn film. Like that's what I, I don't yeah, want I any take of those. Your classes. I want to take I don't your want to classes. Skip them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't care about taking math again. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't want to take math again. I did all my general ed for two years, and now I, now I just want to. So if you're not gonna let me work, I'm gonna go to work. Oh wow. So you so you just lived out in San Diego. Did you do any? Did you network at all out there? Did you meet anybody? No, I took it as um, have fun, live on the beach. I had a great great set of friends and. Still to this day, out there, like we just that's all the Fourth of July party in San Diego up until they shut it down recently. Why they shut it down? Uh, it was four, it was like okay, I don't, I'm not gonna lie, it was like 200 at least 200,000 people on a stretch of beach where there's like if th- this is a spot, like mm-hmm. that's a spot, and everybody comes there. And it's it used to be able to have cakes and put people put cakes in the beach, then there was like no cakes but cans, and it was just like oh, thousands and thousands of people. It was the most amazing party I've ever been to, and it was. Years and years in a row, just like a giant block party, but on the beach. On the beach, it's the New Year's it, party. This is the Fourth, Fourth of July. July. Oh my god! And then, that's dope. and then at the end of the night, once it gets dark, you go down to Ocean Beach, and they have a f- marshmallow fight after the fireworks. <sighs> oh, and shit. the fireworks go off, and you can see like the surfers like underneath the pier, Yo. and they're in like, like silhouette. It's like magical. Why did they shut it down? Uh, the, just masses of metal litter just floats in the. <laughs> you know, uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, this is like it gets underneath the sand. They couldn't handle it. Yeah, I mean it's a cleanup effort. But what happens? I think I think you have to. I don't know. I'm not a politician, so I'm not going to go into how you run a city. <laughs> this is what we ought to do. Makes sense in <laughs> that town, and you know, people's safety. I get it. I imagine people drowned every year. I mean, it's like people. Yeah. Oh, I bet, I mean, dude. Like, fights or it's like whatever. Yeah. So it's Jeez, public dude, property. I think about so that. Public problem. I'm, yeah, I'm, they don't have I'm, any security for that. I will have to say out. that's the best party I've ever been to, though. So yeah, it sounds fucking insane. Wow. It sounds cool as shit. That's wild. And then but, why yeah. you went? Why did you, okay, so from San Diego, you went to New York? New York, yeah. I came back home for a little bit and then sold some cars and then went to New York. There you go. Nice, um, dude. What got was the, the stack up? <laughs> yeah, got, got your stack up. Yeah, yeah. Got your stack. What was the motivation <laughs> to go to? So, like in San Diego, you would think, like, obviously you came home for a bit, but like, I guess you always had in mind that you were going to go and be in one of those like big film cities at no, some point. No, I never. Um, no, my dream wasn't always to do that. I just wanted to make movies and films. I always wanted to do it in Maryland for the main part, but I think he'd, uh, when I, I took a field trip to New York when I was a kid, I was like, whoa, this is super impressive. I could, I, I could live here. I would love, like, this is amazing. This is the height of any kind of excitement I've ever seen. And it lived up to, it lives up to that. And you get, uh, you know, where, you where is this at this point? New York. Oh, New York. Okay. It lives up to all that. So, uh, but as in doing film in that world, I thought myself I was going to go to California. I grew up on like Sublime and like Jack Johnson. That's what I was like, wondering. And, yeah. and like that, like I grew up on an island. So like I never wore shoes. Like that's not New York straight up, you know? But New York taught me the grind, taught me how to be a professional, taught me the edge, taught me to never back down from anybody, taught you a whole bunch of things about living. That I, I yeah. used to this day. I was interested in why you elected to go to New York over Los Angeles. Because you were already out in California, I feel like. That's because my buddy had a job. Oh, so that, so you, okay. The inn. Yeah, the inn. Oh. And my buddy, you know, I always mm-hmm. wanted to make, it's like you guys, you guys made films together. I made films together with this guy, so I was like, oh, I would like to make, you know what I'm saying, if, whatever, to that, whatever extent that would be. 
Yeah, exactly. Done, you know. Yeah, that's why it would have been cool also if Scott was able to come and do that kind of fill-in role last week. That would have been kind of cool. No, that would have been awesome. Yeah. I was, did I, I'd have left that guy's up to you, right? Oh, or no. no. I think they already kind of liked Jimmy. Yeah, we, yeah, we didn't yeah, want to so it. wasn't him. even yeah, a thing. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but, yeah, dude. So what was your first thing going to New York? What was the first thing that you guys signed on to? Uh, I did. I, it was scary. I did a, uh, it was a reality TV show that never got picked up. Yeah, <laughs> about, um, <laughs> but the people that make um, Miami Ink and then they made whatever they're making now. Oh shit! Original really? media. Yeah. Was it like another like kind of tattoo thing, or was it? No, this was like a rock and roll bar. Like they were gonna own a rocket, like run a rock and roll bar, and the drama that comes with that. Oh. And, it, and but I what see happens why is that I think, wasn't picked up. I think, <laughs> I think no, I think what happened. Scott Weiland was signed on, and then I think got, Scott Weiland got on drugs, and I think they <laughs> back up the guy that got on. I think oh, then he shit. got on drugs. Scott Weiland, which one is he? Which guy? It's is a he? rock and STB. roll bar. STB, STP, Stone Temple Pilots. Oh, Stone Temple Pilots. I thought you said STB. I was like, what? Are they? But the um, it was PA and on that stuff and like that was when like I I was so I had to drive a fifteen the cube truck. Yeah, I could barely drive in New York. Now I have to drive this cube truck at times. My buddy's taking over most of it, but he had to get like up at like four in the morning. We did like a twenty hour day. I was like didn't have the proper clothes or nothing like that. My toes like got wet and then like my, <laughs> my like skin you know yeah. wrinkled up and like wet shoes for super long i came yeah, home yeah. to my wife current wife now but she was my girlfriend at the time and was like i don't think i can do this job <laughs> i don't think i can do it like i don't i'm not cut out for it it was brutal and the next day i got there early with my buddy and i was like dude do i have to go to work today like i can't do it <laughs> and he's like you have to come man like you have to do you can't back out today you have to you know and this yeah, was yeah. just driving this was was this doing pa work for that shoot yeah no, like, i was mainly just driving and stuff driving and Doing trash cans and, you know, ice coolers and anything that needs to happen on set, running lights in. Sheesh, dude. Yeah, PA really, I guess, didn't... When I was doing it, I was surprised that most of it, like, which is why I was able to do it to any degree, was because a lot of it had nothing to do with, like, actually filming. You know, I'm setting up lunch for people, stuff like that. That was cool. Yeah, I think as a production company, you're an event company. Mm -hmm. You are a, you know, art artist company. Like, there's so many, like, you you have to build sets sometimes. You have to have a craftsman set that, like, you know... They're building everything. It's yeah, a whole man. working crew. So how do you fabricated stuff? We, you know, there's like whole apartments for props. And, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. How Especially did you, on the high scale? So high did you scale. wind up quitting that shoot, or do you you? I did. Uh, I did bail on that shoot, <laughs> and I apologize to the crew. Sorry, like I, 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 should have seen his toes too. If was... you guys kicked me out of the business from that one shot, I would, I would be able. Yeah, I get it. I get it. All right. All right. <laughs> You can hold it over me. <laughs> but the um, yeah, but they called me back. I worked on other jobs with that company. And, oh, they uh, called you back after quitting a shoot? I think I told them a big fib. I probably went. I blamed it on. Oh you know, no, I did. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't say. Uh, I'm not man enough for this. Dog thing. ate my homework. Like, I don't shit. think I can. I'm changing my, my toes. Look like raisins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just walked in with no fucking shoes on. I was like, I think look my uh, grandma might be. Uh, Coming down with some, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, something like, uh, <laughs> ah, forget it. <laughs> Damn, dude. that Whatever fib you told, it you must have really sold it because they fucking no, bought it. I think it. what happens is she worked with my buddy and trusted my buddy's opinion be like, no, he, he just needed to straighten his head out. You he's know, just like, a pussy. Don't worry yeah, about like it. He's, he's, <laughs> he's been going to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> he's but, back um, in it. <laughs> yeah, then I did some VH1 Live stuff, like where they did like, uh, like, 
web stuff, like for the like a performer would perform in front of you. So like mm-hmm. dashboard oh, professional. Oh, like the unplugged like, um, yeah, tight. Then that chick that didn't have any um, shoes, didn't wear shoes. Like back in the day, dashboard professional age. I don't know. I'm never gonna get it. Cheryl Crow. No, don't worry. We're never. We're, we're, I don't think. We're, oh, Joss. No, Joss Stone. Joss Stone. Joss Stone. Yeah, it was like a one one time kind of thing, but. Damn yeah. That's cool. She didn't wear shoes anywhere. You filmed her? Nope. Film her feet. <laughs> I was on the foot camera. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> but I did that. That's where I a learned the dolly though. grip. Like what a dolly grip was <laughs> on that shoot. Yeah, yeah, man. You, I'm sure you've learned. You learned so much of this shit in New York that you still use today. Like, yeah. What was like? What was the? What was like the biggest thing that you took away from your New York thing? Your stint up there. Um, I would say a life lesson would be that you got to make your own thing. Create what you got. If you're a creator, you have to create, even if it's a process. Even yeah. if it's a process of creation, won't satisfy that create creator create part of it. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a very deep like that's lesson the only way to, to like scratch the itch. Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. that's what I mean. Otherwise, like I don't know, because like life is big, so it's like you know choices of that. Yeah. But in terms of production, there's like so many things that you know. I'm a I'm keen observer observer of how things work and I like it. working with pro- commercial production since they have is that so everyone everyone hears that yeah I hear that okay cool okay dope we're back commercial production I think they're doing the, some of the best in the business like like Tony Scott's company you know what I'm saying like they're like these. this is where the money is in terms of filmmaking mm-hmm. so like you'll get some of the best people in the world where, I mean movies obviously has the most the highest talent but commercials because the client is exacting to what they want so you have to match a vision which is you know artistically you have a it's a little more narrow you have to be more precise that's very cool that is interesting that you said you kind of have to do your own thing which is interesting that you learned that like up in new york because i feel like a lot of people might go to a city like new york and i guess it's kind of with this i don't i can't speak for all people but i know a lot of people that have gone and moved to like big cities like that and i think it stems from the concept of like Oh, this is where you go. I guess most people Make kind of start with like, I'm going to get put on by somebody. I guess I think that's what everybody put thinks. Or like I'm going to be found or something. Do you guys hear that like waving in and out? Or is that just me? Yeah, that's, that's like cicadas and stuff. Oh, that's outside? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, dude, I thought that was an electrical problem this whole time. No, no, no. All right, fuck that. The, dude, I don't give a know, shit. Holy shit. I would have never guessed that. But that's interesting. I guess, uh, anyway, to fucking... Completely lost track of what I was saying, but <laughs> people go just to New York to make just, it. Just the people get get put on. Yeah, and I can I say mean, that makes back. total sense because that's where it has outlets. Oh, for sure. And yeah. it's just like you have the instead of like the one in a billion chance here, it's a one in a hundred thousand chance or something. Yeah. There, I yeah. think uh, when uh, when I was working there, there was estimates of how many people were working in the city. And it's like hundreds of thousands, you know, hundred over a hundred thousand film workers in the city. You wow. know, like that's a large workforce. Is that why you decided to come back here? Um, one, yeah. I've always wanted. Well, that's there's tons of reason why you moved back to. But you met you met Adriana up there. I met Adriana in San Diego. Diego. Oh, really? And she? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. she moved. Uh, she moved to New York in the in February. It was like February. She'd never been in that. She's from you know Mexico and San mm-hmm. Diego. They've never traveled to like something super cold, and it was like nine degrees. In February, oh whipping God. winds, and we're taking like subways out into way into deep into Brooklyn, like where it's not covered anymore. Yeah, and like just God. whipping, and like she has a jacket, 
Oh. And it's like, oh, this is brutal, yo. Like, this is not, like, we are in tough times. She, mm-hmm. she wasn't, in the end, she wasn't a big fan of New York based upon its people and motivation towards everybody was talking about what they're doing. Yeah, you know, but it's weird because I got the same vibe when I was in L.A. I just, the only, the only way I could, the only way I could, maybe, it, maybe it's just. I so, like, as for me, current situation, I think New York over L.A., like, I don't I get would, L.A. yet. Dude, so, I think New York is more. I like it because it's a little bit more upfront. You can just be laid back. I feel like more New York is a little bit more real than LA in yeah. the way that, like, when you go to LA, you're like, all right, yeah, some of this is nice, but most of this just like looks like industrial parks, like <laughs> yeah. as far as the eye can see. I can see, yeah. And then you go to New York, and you're like, all right, Whoa. at least this is pretty true to like what they put on. I you remember because because I, mean? uh, I went to New York when I, I was talking about the high school trip. I mean, uh, trip whenever we went, they took us up to see Beauty and the Beast or whatever, right? As in drama, part of drama. And I just didn't go to Beauty and Beast. I just walked. New York City while their other kids were walking. Soon as it, <laughs> soon as it's the show started, we all went out the back doors. One of my got one of my friends or not you know, friends of a friend got on TRL and got us caught because he went up and got on TRL behind oh, the people shit. and was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> like, so we we're like, yeah, and you're like, "You got to do it, dude." Damn, dude. New York was one of the few places that I've been because a lot of places they have all this like hype built up. New York. I remember the first time I went to New York, which is actually pretty late in my life. I feel like I was like. I might have even been like 20 or 21 the first time I went to New York City. But I remember pulling up over the bridge and it was at nighttime and I remember seeing like the skyline, like the Empire State Building and shit. And I was like, this is like, this lives up to everything I've heard about New York. It when does. I went to you LA. You go to LA, you're like, what? Yeah, dude, you're I went like, to LA. What's with all this like fracking that's going yeah. on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought this was like a super fucking yeah, never, eco-friendly. Like thing. I'd never, you never find that spot. You're always searching for that spot. But you know what hits the spot that's like not LA but California and you have to give it up is like the first time I went to the beach, like a bikini chick in rollerblades like went by me and then I'm like, oh my God, everybody's beautiful. Like that shit lives up. Like mm-hmm. Baltimore, we got roaded the ugliest people. Like, hey, man. That lives up, man. LA, yeah. We're, <laughs> hey, yeah we're, hey, California. Let me tell you something though. I will put this up against everybody. I defend. I defend Towson University chicks all the time. Get in Towson. I, I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go ahead and put Towson University uh, over uh, any of, any of the girls I saw in in Los Angeles when I went there. Nice. Now I don't know what area you're talking I'll, about. I'll, 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 I'll second that, dude. Towson University deserves a cheer, dude. Yeah. Good job, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> they kill it. They really kill it. They really do a good job. Shout out but to Baltimore. I can show. see how Baltimore is a little bit. Yeah. It's different, dude. Yeah, it's different. I'm from another word for ugly. So I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take where I landed. <laughs> Thank you, God. I was born at GBMC, dude. I could be either or, Greater Baltimore. So Ooh. you know, I'm better than. Well, uh, Eastern Shore is Eastern Shore is. Oh, we. You, what do we got? Pretty I, nice or not? Good? I I was. What do we got over there? I was gonna give you guys a less than uh, par rating from what I experienced. Okay. <laughs> you can, I would Baltimore. I would definitely disagree. Obviously. Okay. Yeah. There's but, like I think I think it's just. I like, think I think you're not good at uh at, at at fishing, in my opinion. Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't do much fishing in the Eastern Shore, so I've just you know, I don't know. It's just like I played at this place called the Jetty, mm-hmm. and like the host. I I always go by like the the staff there. Like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So I'm going. I'm looking at the servers. I'm looking at the hostesses. The hostesses are obviously going to be the hottest girls at the restaurant. Because they're hired literally. That, that place is not about. That place is about not about the host of that stage. I well, mean, that's like a dude. I mean, the you host... gotta bring the show there, right? What day did you play? <sighs> Fucking, uh, I think it was a Saturday afternoon. 
I mean, it wasn't like a crazy, like, bring out your best type of day. But, no, I would say the hostess in the restaurant is probably, because it requires the least oh, yeah, amount of outside talent. It's like you, your job is literally to be hot, kind of. Like, you, yeah. you, you, you know, hey, I'll how's it going? I'll take a good bartender, number one. I want, I want a good, good bartender, bartender period. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my, like, she can be a good bartender. That's yeah, but she doesn't have one. to be hot. That's the difference. I feel like as a hostess, you kind of have to be hot. Or else it's like, what's the point? I don't know. That's a very uh, misogynistic remark I just made there. But I'm just being honest with you. Jimmy, just, have, you ever, have you ever hosted? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> come on. I served for... He's too hot. He's too hot. <laughs> He's too hot. like, whoa, whoa, this guy's way too hot. What kind of place am I walking into? <laughs> I'm not taking my wife here for dinner. He's, how he's looking. <laughs> no, I, I served in bartender for six years, though, and I, I, can, I can tell you I don't see how it's possible that hosting could be harder than that. That's just... Yeah, no, nobody's, nobody's arguing that one. Oh, though. yeah. So, but uh, yeah, anyway, the point of this whole thing was that the hostesses <laughs> in the jetty... They were, they were, I could tell like which one was the hottest one because sure. the way she carried herself. She was all right. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, she was, she was hot, but like, mm-hmm. that was your, that was the best thing you brought to the plate. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I think you, I'm not going to defend the hostess. I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, personal but, um, stake in this I'm just, I'm just saying that Ken Island and Eastern Shore it's got some damn good looking chicks. Oh, I bet. I bet. I bet. Probably all chicken neckers, though, dude. They're probably Western short. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not debating that either. I'll take them however. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We, we, we have to ship them in. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All As important. a chicken necker myself. I yeah, yeah. I have no that. take no offense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As it happens, uh, most of my friends are chicken yeah. neckers. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, a couple of them aren't. But no, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of assume like the people who were born there, they're all kind of fucking hanging out together anyway. All the people, all like the I old think uh, our Ken high Island school family. as a general was pretty close and gen- didn't matter who you were yeah. really. What high school was it? Ken Island. Ken Island High School. And which one was built that was closer to you now? That was Ken Island, yeah. Oh, oh, but which I went one? to Queen Anne. I went to Kennard for Kinnard? a year. <gasps> it was just ninth grade. Wait, and, what's what's? And it was my favorite year of high school, man. To be honest with you, because it was it was our school merging with another school that we've never met. So it was new oh, chicks. Cool. So ooh, it was just like, ooh, a year awesome. new chicks. They don't know who I am. That's, that's like what high school and middle school is supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be like the merging in the school. Merging. I blame, merge. Yeah. I blame a lot of my lack of success in high school on my middle school failures, dude. Because <laughs> I had no chance to break away from it. You know, like it's just weird. Once a girl knows you, once a girl sees you in a certain light. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to talk her out of it, you know? Yeah, I 100% yeah. agree. It's like I, I just try to Eli Manning it. Like, if I throw a pick, <laughs> I didn't even know it happened. <laughs> Dude, that's, that's an excellent situation to be put in, in at that age, man. That kind of happened. I kind of happened in college. I went there for one year, and that was, like, real cool because, like, I could kind of go in there. Like, I was decent at calculus. So, like, when I went to college, it was, like, the first time people were like, yo, can you tutor me in something? And I was like... Yo, nobody would have ever asked me to tutor them at, at Towson <laughs> High School. It was just, a, it was like a nice experience. It was weird, but not, not, not nice enough for me to stay. But it was, it was, it was a good experience. What about the uh, best experience on set? Was it the acting or was it the working? <sighs> That's a good question, dude. Jimmy gave me some good gut laughs <laughs> Man. on set. It was, um, he was good to have around. It's. That's a tough. I think the acting, I would have to say, just because it was the first time I felt actually useful. (laughs) (laughs) 
and I, I mean that it was like it was like the whole time I kind of was like doing work and I was like I really feel like I could be more effective if I just knew what it, like what the end game was you know mm, yeah you know um but that takes yeah that takes time but like when I was acting I was like all right like I am playing a pivotal part in this production right now. Mm. And so I, that kind of got me like stoked and I, I enjoy doing that. I enjoy doing yeah. that. I really gave it my all, dude. I really gave no, it. No, I like that. That was nah, good. It's good totally stuff. like chess though, dude. You just got to fucking see what happens and then be like, all right, what do I got to do? The time's ticking. I mean, I think anybody would probably uh, agree that acting is probably more fun than PAing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, PAing is just like, I'm just sitting there sweating fucking waiting for somebody to like need the trash emptied or something <laughs> like that's cool i mean it's cool it's better than like it's better than doing a lot of other things for a living i'll tell you that but yeah i would definitely say the acting man that was cool it was cool apparently yeah i believed you i was like that guy's a barista <laughs> jimmy played a barista and i was like holy i'm like i didn't know if he was like was really making coffees back there he's like he did the swirl thing where he made the flower i was like how'd you learn that so fast I was like, method so, dude method i appreciated it when there's talent there's talent you know that was a that was a that was a fun experience dude what was your favorite gig up in new york that you did hmm i don't know oh i would say i always say this but it's uh wally fister did direct, uh, shot batman mm-hmm. uh i got a call and they're like hey do you want to be a director's assistant and I was like, yeah, because <laughs> like whatever, yeah, yeah. yes, yes, whatever. <laughs> and they're like, well, before you say yes, you would be his fifth one. And I'm like, uh, yeah, de- I don't care, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't even look up who it was. <laughs> I just showed up on set. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, wherever <laughs> I need to be, I'm doing. He's like, I got two rules. Always have two waters on you. One room temperature, one cold. Oh wow! And never put this camera down. And it was his personal photographer, uh, photograph, photographer. Oh, you know. And the rest of the stuff was driving around and do all the regular stuff, nothing extra. Mm-hmm. And he was just badass dude. Like he he literally carried this camera on his back like so much. And he he brought like grip truck after grip truck, but lit very little and shot motorial natural light. And it was just like, and shot beautifully. It was really cool yeah. to see. So and this is I, the guy who filmed Batman. Film film Batman. The DP. I can tell there wasn't a lot of lighting in that movie, dude. It didn't seem to be, uh, but it I, looked I, good. I think there's probably a ton of light. But he, but yeah, no, he's a. But yeah, he's an absence. I mean, I don't. I'm not a DP in general, but I'm just. What's saying. a DP? Director of photography. Okay. But like the guy that controls all like how the lighting looks and all that stuff. Like I can't say I know how to do that that well. Mm-hmm. That was Dan on yeah, the last Dan shoot. On that. Martinez. Dan, he was a good dude. I liked him. Yeah, Dan's cool. I liked mm-hmm. him. Good boy. But that was cool, just because you know you're in the presence of a, a master, or like you know he's a master craft, and even though he's shooting a commercial and he's probably not giving it what he's normally giving it, just seeing his like. Ability to do something like that was just cool. Yeah, but just seeing him with the fucking camera, the camera over his shoulder, like, dude, it was yeah. like, whoa, that stuck me. And he nailed this one shot from the second floor where the, the guy was just helping out. He was, it was about like, people being over 100. And the mm-hmm. guy, it was when this guy's house over 100, right? And then we like, we see him in the backyard and he's doing work. Like he's like moving something so it's and out in the shot or whatever it was doing. And the Wally got that shot of him from through the window, the bedroom and upstairs. And it was oh, just shit. like, Wow. I've never seen it. Like it was so cool to see him. Like just nail that shot. I don't even know if it made the cut. I just know it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like that's a personal collection piece. That's yeah, wild. Yeah. It's on his real dude. I mean, what it's made you? On his real, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I doubt it. I mean, he's got Batman. He's, got Batman. he's definitely not putting that on oh, his yeah, real. Dude. I, had a, I had a glimmer of hope. I might see that clip again. No, that's that's not making his. 
Are you still <laughs> making director's reels after you've made entire movies that had critical acclaim and stuff like that? I like, think I might have an ego. I'd be like... Yo, I'd be like, fuck yo, you, dude. Watch Batman. Up, somebody cut up my just shit. Just send him an music. IMDb. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, I've done some cool shit. I want that shot and this in it. And then get somebody to edit it. Why not? Like, I would want to see true. my work. Mm-hmm. Did you edit that director's reel personally? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, I would never. Yeah, I don't think I would let anybody edit my reel unless there's some stuff that I can't do, which would be lying. Yeah. No. no. So, yeah, no. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Damn, that was good editing. Yeah, dude, that looked sick. That was really, that was great. So, because even the 2015 one's dope as well. And then you have the little quick one that you yeah, have as like the background we did for, of the yeah. website. Oh, the website one. I stole most of that from the website one. Mm-hmm. But great. yeah. I apologize if you covered this already, but why did you decide? Well, how long were you in New York in the first place? How many years were you Six up there? Six years. Six years? And mm-hmm. why did you decide to come back? Um, just didn't like where my career was going. There's a longer story, but it was like just didn't like my career was going. So I had to make a choice either. I, I basically had a tough situation at one uh, employer, and I either needed to I wanted to, I didn't want to move down in life again. I didn't want to go back to PAing. I didn't want to like I know I could get do that work, but I was uh, I was shooting, I was editing, I was directing. Like that's what I was getting paid to do. So I was like I either got to make a lateral movement where I like the adjustment, like I could go be a cameraman or go be an editor at staff position, like mm-hmm. something that I respected. You know what I'm saying? Or I could go to LA and make that jump now. Because my wife's from California, that's not a not an issue. You know what I'm saying? Or I could go back home and create something that I've always wanted, which is a unique voice for Baltimore and where I grew up. I didn't think there was options to work here when I grew up. Well, yeah. But I would like to make think that there is now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. So I'd like to be part of that and also tell Baltimore stories because I want to make movies. I still want to make. I want to star and and make movies. Yeah. Well, then Even also if it's a your first star part. your first like uh, I guess. It's like a short, but master plan. Yeah. That's like your first official. Well, not like you yeah, have that's a horror like a, movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you're like, like almost your. I, I agree know. with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like film version. Like for me trying my best to do something. At, exactly. At, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that was what 2015. 15, yeah, it's been a while, dude. It still looks fucking crazy on that reel. It looks. Dope. Yeah, I put my first one. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, and the reel was just to show my temperaments and how I would like to do different styles and can mm-hmm. or hopefully think I can. So how do you think that, um, like, specifically, how do you think that, like, doing what you're doing right now with ATB Productions leads to, I mean, I guess, do you get, as a production company, do you do you get commissioned to do a movie? For, I don't even know how that works. No, I have no idea how to make a movie, guys. And if anybody <laughs> knows, I need a producer. I don't know how to make a movie. I, I, oh, know so- how to, I know how to physically make a movie. Like, I know how to make, I know how to do big productions for people that pay me how to do it or I have the budget that I can spend. Uh-huh. I can do that on the on a mo- you know on a movie mm-hmm. level hypothetically, but that's a lot of money. But the ultimate goal is, you said you want to make your own movies. Agreed. So you're still looking for a way. I mean, I guess the ultimate, uh, the next step, I would assume, is to get to a place where you're making someone's movie. Would that not help? It could. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think it could. I would say that I I don't know 100 percent how to make. I know how to make my movie, and I'd rather just make my movie. But I know okay, that's, that's like, what I was wondering. I know that's like you know. I didn't know what you but, meant by not knowing how to make a movie. I assumed because where I was going in that like train of thought was like if you're trying to make a movie, wouldn't it help to start learning how to make a movie? Yeah, and I think I'm competent in the movie making process. Okay. At this point, because I don't. I mean, there's there's. I mean. I was just amazed off that shoot that I saw, but there's so much that goes into it that, like, I guess with a movie, maybe... It, I mean, with a commercial, you're filming, what, for 30 seconds of footage? And I saw how long that took. That was just 90 so, seconds, but yeah. Oh, for 90 seconds? Yeah. Oh, wow, that's a long commercial, dude. 
but it's not um, a, it's a yeah it's a web video but oh yeah, okay it's, okay it's okay i get it video. i get it yeah okay i was but completely still, like that was just 90 seconds no, and nice. then a movie yeah. like but there's no dialogue a scene, me and you could put a camera down two things and i could talk to you for 10 minutes and that's a scene you know what i'm saying mm. like yeah that's true that's true the I, yeah depending on how you want to go about it but i, I currently have the the look and style that i want i need a i do need a producer i still because uh my wife is doing product production now she's not necessarily a producer but she's doing the production coordination uh-huh and but she's pregnant so there's no you know so we, the, uh, we're eventually trying to fill that role as well so the producer is i assume plays the same role as a producer in music which is the guy who well that's weird okay so the producer in music when you think of it, like produced by like it's typically like the guy who's in the studio while the mixing engineer is like making sure everything's sounding right the producer's the one that's kind of like, he's primarily in control of like the arranging of the songs, which instruments do what, and just kind of creating the overall feel of sure. the song. That's, that's a producer. Um, that's but your Timberland, your DJ Khaled. Mm-hmm. Your- yes, exactly. And they, they're, but like a producer for a film or anything, like a commercial, or I, I don't know if they have producers, but... They do a lot of things. They do everything from on set. There's an on set producer. There's an executive producer. There's a like. There's a line producer. There's but how much so do they have to do with the actual um, like feel of, of the film? The creative, yeah, exactly. The creative. I think that v- depends on the producer job itself. Like I heard, I, I don't know this for for fact, but I heard that uh, Mike Michael Douglas when he was producing in the beginning was like a creative producer where he was involved in, you know, I'm pretty sure if you're connected to the money and the client, they'll probably have a role in saying what. You know, yeah, what it, happened? It's so, such a, but and then and then it's a low. Imagine a micro budget. I don't know how that rule works, and I imagine it would be, you know, worked out prior to. That's wild. I I I'm like in the dark on how one even gets involved in that the production, like the producer process. The director makes sense. The director was the one that I always assumed was like, that's the guy who's packaging the film, which is what you meant. You would like to do is direct and be a part of. Well, my current process is uh, I I want to. I don't mind giving up. I obviously want to direct the the thing, the mm-hmm. movie, but I want to now. I want to see if I can flip on the other side, and start playing a little bit. Oh, because mm-hmm. that's like so where yeah, the, you just did your first kind of role in a. Is is that a short that he was doing, Mike Finazzo, Mike, or is no, that I think a, feature? It's a feature? Yeah. Okay. Mike Finazzo is doing a feature. I think I don't forget the name of it, but he's yeah, he's doing. Um, yeah, I play a a guy who gets. Well, I'm not even going to spoil anything. Oh yeah, <laughs> I guess don't spoil it, yeah. but that's a. Uh, I don't know. You went out to a hotel out <laughs> out somewhere, and yeah, <laughs> I went. To, I um, yeah. I don't know if I can spoil that. Okay, yeah. I guess we won't. Yeah, I'm not doing that. All right, sorry, good, Mike. <laughs> I tried. I tried to ruin your movie. <laughs> I mean, that's not my place, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you do no, as no, a no, filmmaker, no. I don't know. As an yeah. actor, I'd be like, okay, guys, guess what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess what I'll, I'll, just, I'll just do a professional courtesy on that. Do you one. Do, I don't know if I thought. Do you do write? Do you write? As well, do you I like? Used to write a lot more. I have. I do write. I write for obviously. I write a lot of scripts for my my work currently. Mm-hmm. But uh, and personal stuff, I have scripts written. I have it written. I just want to like. I have. This yeah, one we shot that I love. one of your scripts, right? That step one. Yeah, the, the step, step one video. was written. Yeah, that, <laughs> I wrote that when I was like eighteen. I just wanted to get back into shooting. But the uh, I wrote a just read a screenplay called Along the Way that I know what I wanted to be about. I uh, I wanted to star in it, but I don't. I'm too old. So I got to figure out where I want to play. I'm ready to make it, but like, yeah, I got to do all that. I was supposed to do it this year. So this movie. I I failed on myself (laughs) and everybody else. (laughs) I'm just trying to get an idea of what this movie eventually is going to look like. So 
Well, I have the camera that I like. I like it the way that my camera currently shoots. I think visually, the Black Magic Ursa Mini is how. But is it going to be written by you? Written by Wayne. What do you mean? Is it going to be? Are you? Is it going to be your? Are you going to write the movie, or are you just going to direct and be in it? I don't mind writing it. Yeah, I want to write it. That's what my my idols were like. uh, Like I like Woody Allen. I like Kevin Smith. I like like filmmaker. I like Quentin Tarantino, obviously. And then like director side, because like Woody wrote his own jokes, starred in it, did it. Like Kevin Smith figured out a way to make you know make awesome movies however he wants to make it. Talking about Kevin Smith? Yeah. And being him enough. Like, I like that part. And then, uh, yeah. So, and then style of movie, I like Judd Apatow's, like, naturalistic style, like, shooting where the colors are, you know, creamy and shit. Yeah. And it just looks real. It just just looks looks like it's, you know, you're just watching something. Hanging out. Mm -hmm. I'm really trying to, like, I don't know, it's like, I don't feel like I have quite the appreciation for, I wish I understood more. I guess researching it, I've kind of understood more and more like just being able to appreciate the art of like editing and filming and getting those colors and stuff like that. I think you should stick to the acting, Jimmy. I think that's what you're, I mean, look at you. <laughs> Acting's good, too. Yeah. Acting's cool, but I, I, I mean... When my mom found out that you helped out doing the acting, she was like, I always pictured Jimmy as doing the acting. Like, <laughs> Jimmy and Scott. <laughs> Scott did it, but I didn't, never knew why Jimmy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, the, I guess that's the whole thing. There's so much... That I'm so fascinated with the process in general that, like, I don't like being just like it goes the same thing with music. Like, I don't like just being the guy yeah, who you can like to know how like, it, it all works, you know? Yeah, I want to, I want, I want to understand like how the audio, I like want to be, you know, it's it's kind of like that jack of all trades, like mentality, master of none, you could say, if that's applicable. Excellent, excellent. Netflix just finished season two, brilliant. <laughs> What? Master uh, none. Oh, I've never seen that show. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, dude. No, the process I totally is, feel you. The process is dope. I'm sure you were like a, were you too, like a, as a kid, just like fiddling around with stuff, yeah. just taking apart 100%. stuff. And I, I never put anything, I'm not, I'm not as mechanical, but I definitely just continue to process everything and always. Yeah. Like I like stuff. The more you understand all the process, the more you're able to like... I don't know. If you're an actor, you can only have enough influence over the movie as your part goes. But you can't really, if you're not, if you're not involved in any of the other process, you can't really affect how they film it. You can't really affect the lighting. You can't really affect all these other things. All you can really have control over is your part. But if and some th- people would say that's the most important part, mm-hmm. which is and definitely, I would say it's, yeah. if not the most important part, equally important uh, well sure i mean at the end of the day i mean just, obviously style can win over substance sometimes but substance always over if you're recording sure. if you're <laughs> recording music the first thing they tell you is you have to you have to, like if you're recording a guitar it has to sound good coming out of the amp people make this mistake when they first start recording music that they think if they learn enough of like the technique of like how to like you know mix and stuff like that that they can make a shitty recording sound good and you can make a shitty recording sound listenable but at the end of the day if the stuff coming out of the speaker isn't good then the stuff in the mic's not ever going to sound good so i feel like the, obviously the acting and the performance aspect of it is super important but then you have you like all soap the operas i've never i watched i watched soap operas on the spanish channel a lot when i was in like middle school better titties Better titties. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Muy bueno. <laughs> Muy bueno. Yeah, picked up a little uh, Spanish. <laughs> yeah, no, I did it. I did it to learn Spanish, but it was like, it was, it was. I, I would say, yeah, they were definitely hotter. They were definitely hotter on the Spanish channel. Like it was almost like, it's almost like borderline like, 
wow, are these girls allowed on TV? They, they, <laughs> are they allowed on TV? <laughs> they were too hot, dude. It's it was too hot. The, the statue that over there, the, the, weather, the weather's too hot for me. Like, you oh can't, my God. can't watch anything on Spanish. Like, oh, my God, dude. You can't. It's impossible. I can't even focus on the weather. Fox dude. News is getting closer. They're like, they're trying, they're trying to beat down that. They're like, we can make it to the, you know. Dude, they Fox They kicked that News. one reporter out of the room, but they're yeah, getting, you know. Roger Dale died, so <laughs> they can bring back the hot chicks again. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah, man. And um, so, okay, so that was your kind of most memorable thing. Yep. Uh, but I don't, I, I don't know if I'm able to bring this up or not, but you used to work at Def Jam too, right? I did promos for them, yeah, 100%. Okay. Did promos. Like, you know, like it's always freelance work for, you know, what, this was like mm-hmm. always freelance work, but they're definitely my client. And um, I think yeah, there's one more. Did promos, you know, internet stuff, web based stuff for okay. some cool people. The Dream, Rihanna, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But mainly the, BTS. You and, did like the Future documentary. Oh, too, then I though, did. Right? Yeah, the Future documentary was pretty dope, but that was for Sony Epic okay. Records. But that played on like MTV and shit, didn't it? Yeah. Then they, um, yeah, they broke it up into segments. But yeah, mm-hmm. it was like Future making his al- album Honest. With mm-hmm. like he went, got to see like him. I got to see him like work with Pharrell and work with DJ Khaled and like see their different processes. Like each one of the producers have a different how they do it. Like. DJ Khaled's like, you're, you're amazing. I like the way your, your energy's feeling right, great right now. And like, <laughs> you know, like, I feel it. Like, you're, you're, you know, he's like all just, about that. Just the hype man. Just the hype man. And, he's, and he, you know, kills it. Mm-hmm. You know, and they'd be working Yo. long hours. And then Pharrell's in his, like, you know, L.A. studio that's like you go through like a, like a garden and then it's like all <laughs> and, You know, and then you hang out with Pharrell for a bit. And they made a song that has not been released. I don't know where it happened. Maybe it has probably been, but it was it was awesome. So I want to hear, I want to actually Damn. see if that's, I want to type that song in. Wow. Dude, that had to be an amazing fucking experience to just be in the room with but these. That, I was editing. I was just edit. I was an editor on that. Mm-hmm. So like the cameraman's in there. I'm watching all the cameraman's footage. They shoot all, you know, you watch all the footage. So if the guy's in there for five hours, you're watching five hours of footage. Yeah. Too. Five hours of footage, whatever that is. So I, I was technically not in the room. No. But, I don't know, but that's like a thing with editing too. Like yeah, you if you just, like you know if you them. look at someone's face long enough, you're just like, don't we? How yeah, do I know? How you? do I know you? Like <laughs> I see you feel like we've had a lifetime relationship, and you don't even know who I am. I forget. Oh, that's where it was. I mean, you probably spend more time looking at their face than most people, dude. I mean, when you're editing a film like that, Jesus, yeah, anything, anything mm-hmm. for sure. Especially when you go over it, yeah. That's wild. How do you? I mean, was that like a, they, they become like celebrities though? Isn't it like a weird feeling because they're mm-hmm. not celebrities at all? They're yeah. just somebody that you've seen and you don't know who they are, and you're like, "Who is that?" <laughs> you're like, "Oh, it's just that one scientist from that <laughs> one document." Like, I don't know. How you it's doing? Uh, I mean, not, no, no, no offense. <laughs> Get your autograph. <laughs> I thought you were like <laughs> here's some dude. <laughs> but DJ Khaled and Pharrell are definitely celebrities. Yeah, yeah. like. Holy oh yeah, and shit. Timberland, and yeah, I got to watch Kanye for a while. How did you get? Sick. How did you? I don't. I, I mean, I guess I don't know how much you're allowed to like delve into, but how did you come across that? That was my buddy introduced me to a guy that worked. Introduced me to a yeah, it was a buddy through a buddy through a buddy, and that guy, one of those guys, the first guy that introduced me, doesn't like me and won't talk to me. What? And I feel oh, bad. No. I felt bad. I I, I I don't know. How, I did him wrong, but I don't understand it, so I don't even. I try my best. I apologize. I don't get it, but I, you know, it sucks because he definitely got me into the people that I was working for. Oh, so yeah, bad blood. It's like one of those Louis episodes, dude. What was the episode where he was talking about how he wronged somebody? 
Do you feel like do you feel like you're wrong though? No. I think, no? I think everything could have been worked out fine. Let's get let's aggressively move on this on this target. Like I I looked at it as a business sense. We were in business together and there were some things that happened that, you know, like tribe like it was a camera that, you know, we bought together and that got taken other places and you know, like money situations. When the money's low and you're doing a lot of work, it's hard, you know what I'm saying? So That makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Yeah, especially in New York. I'm sure the rent was fucking insane. I never had a problem. No. Really, I, I worked decent amount enough, and then Adriana had like we were we had to come up with you know we did twelve hundred a month. Okay. That's not bad in Brooklyn. And then we when we moved in like we had a dope ass apartment when we moved the second time into like Williamsburg like off the L and uh, Montrose off off the L. And then uh, yeah, but we just shared it with more people, so we just brought more people in and kept mm-hmm. the rent the same. Jeez, okay. that's not, not bad. bad at all. I was thinking when I moved back to Baltimore, my high, my costs were living were higher. Really? I actually, yeah, I took a job fairly low rate and was like, yeah, I could do it because I'm living in Baltimore. It'll be cheaper. And then it was more money. And I was like, I'm losing money. I have wow. to make more money. Either but I guess you, have you didn't to have me. roommates, though, at the time, at that time, right? It was, or, no, the rent stayed the same. Yeah. Well, yeah, how, long is, how long has ATB been going? Um, Probably three and a half years, maybe now. But we had it, I had it in New York. I always, run, I always ran my, like... Def Jam and my music videos off ATB. I try to keep it as legal as possible, and we, mm-hmm. you know, it's still registered in New York as the company. Wow! But we, uh, we've been trying to get that down. The lawyers working on trying to get us. I want to nice. be Maryland based. I want to be New York based. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so technically, by law, you're still registered in New York versus Maryland. I don't. I'm not getting into the legalities of it because I don't <laughs> understand it. But yeah, I mean, as long as we're legal to operate in Maryland, but I, because I started my business in New York, I didn't think it would be a process to transfer where I move it to. If I, I moved. wouldn't think so. Yeah, either. you thought I'm you a, were like, the business. I'm the business. Do whatever I want, right? I thought I was updating my, you know, UPS address like USPS, like yeah. it takes sixty seconds online. But no. <laughs> There's some rules and stuff, and I don't read rules and stuff very well. So when you came back down here, was the first place you worked fifteen four? Yeah, I worked there that? as an editor, okay. to start out with. Yeah, yeah. And worked there for a little bit, and then became the creative director. And let me, yeah, it was awesome. When yeah. were, oh, when were you like? Because now you got an office and stuff like that. When were you first like? Because I guess you always had, like, the business register, but it, I guess I'm assuming it was, like, you. Yeah. Who was ATB. Yeah. And then at a certain point, like, it's like a real company now. Like, why don't you have an Thank office? You. That's Thank legit. You. That's legit. It's a real company That's now. <laughs> 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 I, no, meant no, that, no. I meant that in the highest but compliment I mean, but possible. But, yeah, your office used to be no, you know in the back we, of your basement. Yeah, like, in the you basement, had to yeah. take a step up in the back, like, in a tiny in little... A t- in a little dungeon. Yeah. I called it the dungeon. Yeah, man. And I had an employee down there for a while. <laughs> yeah, Colin, <laughs> Colin down there, dude. We were like, we're like it's, it's like, if, if the wall was here, that's some, that's my office. Yeah. You got Colin Baker down there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I did not know he worked I think Colin, I don't know if he's doing, I don't know what he's doing out there, but I think he could get editing job like colin had enough talent to get an editing job if he wants i don't know if he wants to do that but i'm just saying he's he gonna could, be like, back just to in save town some money. for a little bit you should knock yeah. him in the head he was in town i thought he just recently made a post that he was somewhere at artscape or something like that no they artscape like re, i don't even know i'm not gonna get into it because i feel like i want to get books next year but <laughs> so there's something no there's dirt something screwy podcast, where yeah. like I saw that they, Colin was they on just the flyer. rebooked like fourteen of the same people from last year, and they just didn't tell anyone really. Oh, gotcha. And then like, yeah, so cool. I don't know, but um, but yeah, he's gonna be in town like April eighth to the sixteenth or something. Nice. I hope so I, I get there on him. shit show when Nick Oldershaw is headlining. Oh, that's cool. I think he's gonna be at that party for the Trumps at Trump the Beatles. mansion. Nice. Yeah. Just saw that'll that. be cool. Yeah, I'm excited for that. 
is I your, haven't checked uh, the date yet. When, when it's is it? like uh, April or August 12th, I think, or 13th. It's a Saturday. That should be fine. Mm. Is your is your family in then or no? No, September. Okay. September to October. And they're yeah. staying out here for a bit. They're going to live with, yeah, they're going to be staying in our place. Yeah, because you got a baby on the way. Yeah, we got a baby coming. And uh, yeah, coming October, they're coming in September. Okay. That's crazy. Dude. That's going to be fun. Having a baby is, I'm imagining, wild. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, big um, time, dude. I think it's, I, I mean, obviously, I'm not a father, so I have no idea what that feels like, but <laughs> apparently, that's the greatest feeling in the world. And I can trust that it is. I believe um, it. Because there's moments like right now that you get all like, like crazy feeling. You're like, ooh, mm-hmm. this is super cool. So uh, I'm scared to death, though. Like, I want the baby to come out. And be happy and smiling. Like I'm, I'm, I'm a fearful person, and that that will be. I'll be worried about the same one. That will be on my mind for a, a long time. No, uh, yeah, but I, would, I think in a good way. I think we're doing good. We're doing good. So I think you got. Yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would always be worried about that. I was like, I would only want to have two kids because I don't want to keep on rolling the dice on that, dude. Mm. You know, two kids is enough. You get him a fucking brother. You get him a sister. You're good to go. You're good to go. What if you shoot? But what if you go boom, girl? Boom, girl. <laughs> you know, Girl. it's That's weird. What my brother did. It's you guys, weird. you guys don't know what it is yet, right? No, we have no idea. Ooh, are you guys gonna? Surprise. Are you guys gonna? Because I, I feel like is that still a thing where you just wait until it's born to find out? Or to, that's what I'm doing. But people know. People hate it. I've never got so much weird hate for something so stupid. <laughs> like I want to not. Find, I want to be because like the doctors and everyone know. Yeah, everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, and everything's healthy, but it's just you guys just. Yeah, opted out opted of out of knowing yeah. and it's going to be cool and i think it's an experience I, and the, the you got to the thing is like i was to be, dude. Dude, it's I've like schrodinger's cat dude yeah it's cool and and there's a there's a pretty <laughs> sure. big like it's a pretty cool stakes like if i don't have a boy my last name is done pretty much it never goes on anymore or whatever like there's not another Mlinsky boy coming that we know of in the in the future right so you so there's a lot of there's a lot of yeah, money rolling but, on this, and then yeah, so like that always you're always like yeah. And my brother has five nieces, like right. And my sister has two nieces. Oh, I mean two girls. Gosh, really? You guys got yeah. no Molinskis? Seven, seven nieces. I have seven nieces. Oh so, my god. So yeah, but I have we. I like the the uh, name we picked for the for the girl. Ooh. A lot, and it's been seeping in my brain. And I'm a <laughs> believer in like you know you shape you can you know like. Keep your thoughts right. Keep your mind good. But you're not you know. feeling. You're not feeling. So now the I'm like, dude, I'll be excited much? so much, no matter what, because it's gonna be so cool. And for for the boy, we're gonna look at it, and if it looks more like me, we're gonna go with like a more whiter name. If it looks more like her, we're gonna go with more of a Mexican <laughs> name. And they're both kind of like they're kind of, they're kind of even. Yeah. And I might have to change the 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 other one of the names, but we'll see. Have you revealed <laughs> Have you revealed the names yet? No, we can't. Nah, no, don't, okay. don't, there's no, don't. There's no. Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, don't even no put way. it out there. Yeah, I've seen Seinfeld. Like you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> Dude, I feel like waiting for it. I feel like waiting for the kid to be born is definitely the fucking way to go. Dude. Yeah, and that's the way kids were born up until like yeah. fifty years ago or exactly. something like that. You didn't like, even yeah. know. Like my mom, I talked to my mom today. She said she didn't have a sonogram. I'm like, oh, I thought sonograms been around forever. Nah, dude. <laughs> She's huh? like, yeah, they were. <laughs> yeah. She just didn't have one. No, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I can see that too. Like, <laughs> Yeah, we opted out of that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, that's that's definitely the way. Yeah, I don't know. I would keep on. I, I feel like 
one of the guys that I really respect in life, Steve Smallman, the head of 15-4, he, I told, we obviously we talked about, you know, me having a son and stuff, and uh, he said he didn't have, he didn't know his first one, but he did, his, the second one he did. So I, I get it. It's like, you know, it might be the, you know, your only time you're going to do it is yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Are like, you going to keep the next one, you're going to be like, yeah, we're like, we're are you going to just, just now keep on pushing <laughs> for the son, though? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm splitting down the middle. I'm keeping my thoughts open and let. No, 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 no. no. I mean, like, I mean, like, like if you have a daughter, uh-huh. are you going to keep on pushing? Until uh, you get a pushing son? for a son. I'm going to let that uh, go by decision based upon health, my my wife's feeling upon it, and then how. You got to hype her yeah, up, that's dude. First two, mm-hmm. got to get her stoked. One and two. I mean, in my mind, we go one two. Try to go one two, and then adopt third. Oh, that's very. Cute. And then you can that's name that. whatever you want. Yeah. And then you and can, you can pick then whatever you, can you pick. want. Yeah, you can pick boy or girl. You can girl. pick. Yeah. You can I never even thought about that. Dude, yeah. that's your move. If you get two daughters, you, get two you adopt a boy. Then you can pick yeah. a doctor. Then you stop. I'm accepting that. I like that move, yes, bro. No more stress, dude. You're good to go. And then he will be. Yeah, yeah. Good to go. That would be ill. His dad's going to be pissed, but fuck it, right? Yeah, no, I like that. His dad's going to be pissed. I like that, dude. That's solid. That's a good move. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, myself. obviously, second one would be health. I mean, we're gonna make sure mm-hmm. that you know it's yeah. appropriate and all that jazz. <laughs> Life becomes so much real. I feel like I'm like I don't like when you guys say you have a real business. I don't feel like a business owner. I kick myself. I'm like I can't believe I'm doing this. Like I just wanted to make videos. Like I'll figure out that I, I've always been a decent salesman and that kind of thing. But like it's crazy that what's happening because I also want to use money smartly and I want to pay people that I I believe in and trust. And then I also want to help as much as we can if i can keep growing and i can help build baltimore back up like i think that's gonna be cool dude that's the way to do it especially with people's mind like i want to make a um non-profit where the halfway houses make videos mm-hmm. and i have that i had the opportunity i just think that's a great way yeah. to employ because it's a hard job it's a hard job you know production you know what i'm saying yeah but it's also sure. like there's a lot of common sense kind of people in those street smart situations uh-huh. for sure. like like if you if you have i just need somebody that's smart like street smart it makes a lot of sense in production because it's like instant thinking to cr- actively create or a, you mean a the halfway houses make videos like just like work as production crew for any video or like they make videos like a blog type thing about i think they should start there okay and get the emotional but connection just to get out. like the work just to have them do the work so they have the experience. Yeah. yeah. As wow. a secondary aspect of cuz there's a made in New York program that when I when I went to New York, I couldn't get a job in the beginning. I was even though I was, you know, knew somebody, we didn't I wasn't like rocketing in the beginning. Yeah. And so I applied for the made in New York program which was like a helper program for you do work they get you on sets, you work for free for a while or like 8 bucks or whatever it is, and then you learn lessons if you can do the job, they're going to hire you and yada yada. But they said I was overly qualified. Overly, that's a good compliment, though. I'm like, you're overly qualified. I'm like, I don't have a job. Yeah, I can't. I've never one. worked in this. I would literally stuff. do How anything. I, I like this is this is what I wanted. I'm overly qualified for what I wanted to do. Yeah, yeah. Over, you told me overly? like if I if I don't have a job, yeah, I don't have you're that. Getting rejected I, from yeah, a date for that. that. I would work for that. <laughs> you're overly qualified. <laughs> All right, thank Jeez, you, dude. What a way to go so out. So then, what happens? I went and got an inter- internship at a development company that was making a documentary with the guy that starred in. Get him the what's get him, get him the, the Greek? Greek? No, Russell Brand. No, I'm going to mess this up. No. People are going to hate me. But the Guantanamo Giant. Bay with the guy with um, Carolyn Kumar. Yes, the, the Asian guy with Kumar. Um, what was shit. his name? Chan something, something Chan. But then I got offered a job, and I, so I was like, I came into that day, that work, that that first day, and I was like, look, I've been offered a PA job. It's only two days, 
on set. They're like, and it's and it's paid, and it was like a real rate. And I was like, what do you think I should do? Do you? I want to like to work in this industry. Either I would like to intern here. He was like, if you can get a paid job, take the paid job. And I was like, thank you, sir. I'm going to go. To, and then I wouldn't work. <laughs> also, I thought that would have been a cool opportunity to see how a anyway. documentary would have been made at that early age. I, yeah. I look back on it. I'm like, I don't know if that was. I don't know. I think going on set was the right choice, obviously. Yeah, but, but also a lot awesome. of your style now is doc too, right? Yeah, I gotta definitely have a, lo- a lot mm-hmm. of doc style in there. I like that because it's editing and truth. Mm-hmm. I like both of those. That's that is cool because that's like I guess it's I, probably unless I make a propaganda video against Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then I wouldn't be a big fan, a dude. I'd have to I'd have to start a campaign against ATV, dude. I could run that uh, clip you said earlier about the women, like waitress. <laughs> the waitress is supposed to be the hottest one. If you're a hostess, <laughs> if you're a hostess and you're not hot, what are you doing? What are you even <laughs> doing? <laughs> Jimmy Selesky thinks about this. <laughs> Jimmy the words, Selesky like, pop up in smoke as the commercial goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not even hot. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude, you can really run me into the ground with that politics for you. I'd be done, dude. I'd be done, (laughs) dude. I'd bankroll that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Paid for by Eric (laughs) Glazer, the true (laughs) co-host. Snapshot to a TMZ. Have you seen Eric lately? (laughs) Caught him outside the studio. What's the beef with you and Jimmy? (laughs) We caught Eric hanging at the studio without Jimmy. Let's take a look. <laughs> Dude, you know who... I just who, got here early. <laughs> you know who I met on this shoot that wound up being a really dope guy? It was a photographer, Alex. <laughs> yeah, you and Alex clicked, though. Dude... Dude, it was. Uh, I, I want to hear the story of how you can't take a picture <laughs> yeah. and make it photo size. Yeah. <laughs> what happened at Office Depot, dude? Oh, my <laughs> office dude, Depot I don't story. fucking know anything about that, dude. I think it's that. Huh? You weren't on that run? You didn't help him out? No, I was on the run, but he was explaining <laughs> to me, like, he was trying to tell me. I had no clue what he was talking about, dude. I know you did no. You couldn't. You couldn't be of service of like, hey, we got to shrink these pictures down to try oh, to make dude. them look like photos. I my idea was, I guess. So his, you did have an involvement. So let's bu- get the message plan. <laughs> okay, so we drive up. Oh snap! Is Miss Mon? What's up? Nice. Who's that guy? Oh. Probably haircut. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Let me wave hi. Nice, solid wave, dude. Yeah, I even got in there too. Hell yeah! Secured, secured our status um, for the next uh, year. <laughs> what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was saying we drove up here and we actually drove past the studio and I was like yo that's our studio by the way blah 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 and he was like oh nice nice that's and a nice studio like <laughs> garage <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a garage in that studio actually quite the opposite we have a we have a deer we have a deer <laughs> so I take him up and we go to office we actually went to his house first because he thought he was going to print it out there and they were they were out of magenta ink Ooh, which is uh, uh, the 67 worst one. B. <laughs> and so I was like, oh, fuck. So we went to Office Depot, and his boss had sent him these files that, like, dude, I don't know how any of this shit works. So, like, all I can tell you is, like, for whatever reason, they were showing up on the Office Depot screen as, like, file not supported. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. And oh, I was, I'll tell you the situation. Jimmy and the photographer <laughs> had to shrink down JPEGs that came in really large into a photo, a 6x8 or 6x5x7, yeah, 4x6. Just like a regular photo, photo size, yeah. And they came back with like a printed like <laughs> calendar poster <laughs> <board Yeah>. size. <laughs> Dude, my idea, see, I, 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 was, I was trying to think of an idea because I had no clue what was going on. Again, I really do feel like if I had any clue what, I, what the end game was, I could be a little <laughs> bit more helpful. But like that whole time I was just like, 
All I know is the step directly in front of me, and I have no idea what we're trying the to achieve. The problem with in the long uh, too much information sometimes is that you ask I questions upon. Corrupted. Yeah, you become corruptive, and you also could become distracted to other people on set, not in yourself. True. Because there's, if there's not, if there's two more than one direction, then you're going different directions at one point. True. True. So there's true, some true. people that are creative, and then people that that just need to be going forward. And there's always creativeness in your role. Oh yeah, dude. And I would definitely, I definitely could see myself being one of the guys who's spouting out ideas. You know what uh, Adriana like, said though? What's up? Jimmy's our sound guy, and we don't have to worry about it. Ooh, because you can do that, and we do, and you, if you just make us laugh, that's great. That added bonus. Yeah, and all exactly. you, do, all you have to do is worry about sound. It's not even carrying lifting. I, but I also want to do some. You need to do some, some carrying lifting. Lift, yeah, yeah, please. Oh, I can My do back lifting. got thrown out dude, again yesterday. Dude, yeah. I was honestly. Up again. Where, are up, where are you up to yesterday? I shot with Mark yesterday. Oh, yeah. I did. Okay. Were you just doing pickup for that, or what were you doing? Yeah, it's, it's one, two scenes. Okay. But yeah. I enjoyed it. I like shooting, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just a nut. I like shooting all the time. Yeah. Dude, you have no fucking idea how stoked that just made me. You just, I was watching that guy with the boom rolling around, and I was like, I could definitely do that, dude. I could definitely do that. <laughs> I was just listening to some of Jimmy's music too. I believe so. I'm a, I'm in. I'm a I'm not a fan yet, but I'm easily converted. <laughs> Hopefully, dude. You can be very easily converted. <laughs> it's gonna take a lot of convincing. But no, but, uh, uh, I'm all yeah, no, I think that makes sense. We our our sound department, I mean I don't have a full time sound guy or nothing like that. And I'm actually bad at sound, so that one guy you had looked like he was good at sound. Like he had the He's whole a image. A going. local filmmaker. Mm-hmm. You know, we use Zach Trees most of the time. I mean, yeah, when I one of people I wanted, like if I'm trusting it. I like he was Zach. wearing the sound guy outfit, dude. That's how I imagine sound guys. Like the small shirt with like the shorts. I don't know how to describe it. These are just like weird images. He like I, a sound guy. I agree. He looked like that. a sound guy. He, 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 did. he definitely fit the role. Of sound he just guy he was just, he just had the thing going. I don't know. I, I, I didn't know what it. I didn't know what the style was, but I liked it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of like, what it is. Like West yeah. Coast, but like was, I don't know. Yeah, yeah there's sound guy. You a know, it's Travis like Travis Marshally. Yeah, a little bit Travis Marshally. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Just it's, I met him at um because that's exactly what know, Jared Brazil looks small like. Community of filmmakers here, but I met him at uh, Baltimore Beat Club one night. He was shooting. I think he does oh, promos nice. for them. Oh, cool. And then he's done some music videos and stuff. So yeah, yeah. No, he's a dope dude. Yeah, he was cool. a, he was great on set. Two Tony Productions, I believe. No way. Get the fuck out of here. What? I think so. That's Are you serious? Uh... Dude, my dad's painting company was Two Tones Painting. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a lawsuit coming, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel, get on that lawsuit. He's got a fucking lawsuit coming, dude. My dad's been doing that shit since like the fucking 80s, dude. Daniel, you got a lawsuit coming, buddy. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, I blew it up. Uh, can you hear that in your fucking audio, some, bitch? I was trying to give you some fucking love. Fucking Two Tony. Get the fuck out of here, boy. I was trying to give you some love. <laughs> <laughs> Better get rid of a Tony. <laughs> Or add one. Next, we'll see Jimmy as a like a fake lawyer commercial. Yeah, three Tony. <laughs> three Tony lawyer. Call three, three, three Tony. Jimmy, his brother, and his dad. We're coming after that you. Don't fit. <laughs> Wait, one of you guys. How do we all Tony? get back to back? Yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> there's too many of us. I've seen that today. Uh, there's Cordell and Cordell. Like, why didn't his name it Cordell? Cordell Square, dude. Because dude. Everyone, Cordell and Cordell. Dude, everyone that's knows that's how a law firm works. Like, if you have, like, two brothers. Yeah, so like you think that's Kirk brothers or, or is that... If yeah, he, but that's three p- different people. If he opened a, a law firm with his brother, Alex, it would be Glazer and Glazer Consulting. True. Glazer he, and Glazer. You would let I don't that, know about consulting, but... Well, not consulting. You would Glazer and Glazer. Glazer. I mean... It sounds dope. It, Gla- it does sound for pretty a, It sounds better than Glazer. Firm, it's You can't have, like, you know... Uh, Two G's, lawyers <laughs> at large. <laughs> Definitely use the Across last the name, bridge, legal. Like I don't know if I would no, buy yeah, that. That kind of works. I don't know. 
I don't know, dude. I'd only take you in Eastern Shore cases. Yeah, that's where, I'm, that's where our specialty <laughs> is, buddy. <laughs> Coming over here. <laughs> like the chicken neckers. <laughs> Judge, he, he's a chicken necker. <laughs> Objection. The, the chicken necking. Chicken necking on the defense. He didn't. He didn't know any better. Uh, I promise I'll let him know about that you can't pick up the geese out of the water. <laughs> it's not water chickens. <laughs> Dude, our our judge was this big fat guy, so like it, it fits down there. I mean, you go to an old courthouse in Centerville, it's like an old building, and they're like every case is like, does anybody know this guy? And like half the people are like, Yeah, I went to, I'm in congregation. <laughs> like all the people who are waiting for their trial are yeah, the jury are, for the yeah. current one. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> We go the plaintiff to the defendant. <laughs> we the just defendant. made that crime a All right. ago. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Eastern Shore, dude. Damn. That's I bet. I sick, honestly, uh, to not have a, a good time as a jetty, I think it's on you. Uh, and then hey, I had a good time at the jetty. Some guy was being a fucking dick, though. He kept on telling. All right. I don't know. I don't know if you're Ken Allen material. I think you might be too hyped for over there. We're a little more laid back than See, that, I can buddy. be. That's the thing, though. You can though. be country, though. I can be country. He used to be in a cover band called Denim and Lace. <laughs> yeah, Denim it wasn't my... It wasn't my... Is that my a Dunn cover band? Who is that? No, it was, it, was a country, it was a country rock band that I didn't start, but like I just like filled in as a lead singer. I knew, what are like, some of your classics? Give me some. Like, you get down on the farm? What are you doing? We do anything you know. You would hear on, like if you were talking like 93.1 WPOC. Give me one of the tunes. Oh, we would do a lot of Luke Bryan. Like, I don't know him. Damn. Um, I'm old. I'm Eric like, Church. No, no, Jason Aldean. Heard of that guy. We did, uh, you know, we did some... Uh, Luke Bryan, I've some seen his Leonard face Skinner. We did a lot of rock, too. It wasn't my Skinner, thing. It was like man. Florida Georgia Line and stuff like that. Like, Just I like that. country music. Don't get me wrong, but like... My gig was definitely not to be in a country band. Like, that's not me, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, I enjoyed it while it lasted, but... Uh, yeah, we would play. I mean, we would always play up in like Cecil County, fucking Harford County, man, just in the sticks. And Cecil County is out there, dude. It's yeah. like a whole different ballgame. Do people up there. live out there? Yeah, I, wow. they, I people think they were. Live out there? Yeah. That's impressive. Dude, the thing is, there were so little people out there. What do they, like, they got? They got a, they got a Dairy Queen out there. They got anything fresh? They got. <laughs> I think they might even have a Wawa, dude. Ooh, they got some Wawa. stuff. They're stepping it up. Elkton nice. is not only heroin capital of the world, but it's also country cover band capital of the world. Dude. Elkton, <laughs> huge with. They were. It was weird. Like they would put our name on like the fucking like marquee as like Tight. coming that weekend. And people, I was like, this is not. Not what I wanted. What's your name? Life. What's your guy's name? Oh, Bri- uh, Denim Denim Lace, Lace. which is a terrible. I hated that name, dude. I hate telling people the name. That's a bad name. Guys. It's a terrible I'd name. Fun of, I'd be love. Oh my god, we're going to see Denim and Lace on Saturday. Oh my I'm god, like, it's a terrible <laughs> name. I didn't come up with it the whole time. I the whole time I was in the band, I was in there for like two, maybe two and a half years. And you guys know you're just there to have a good time, right? Yeah, we're, just, yeah. we're having a good. But time. the thing is, I was with, I was with guys. I was easily the youngest guy. The other guys were like literally in like the like fifties, sixties mm-hmm. type deal. So it was like a whole different like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole different fucking Same vibe. thing on the jetty at night. It's split. It's 18-year-olds and 50-year-olds. The jetty, when I went there... But there it's was also this, awesome. We showed up in our contract. <laughs> not, to, not to blow up anybody's spot, but our contract... Oh, no. We're going contract dispute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going... This is Glazer and Glazer Legal. is going to step <laughs> at any point. They owe me $75. <laughs> I got 76 <laughs> I want to give my dollar. So, in Jimmy's rider, he uh, he specified he wanted diet uh, Mountain Dew. We gave him regular. <laughs> and it wasn't even warm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they chilled it. <laughs> no, I show up. Up and and it's me and of course it was Mike's gig and Mike is like Mike is he's just he's for lack of a better word he's very lackadaisical 
about his approach towards uh, gigs and stuff like that. And so the whole time he's like, oh yeah, we don't have to bring any of our shit, dude. We got house sound. And I was like, dude, let's just bring a fucking speaker. Just yeah. put, just, we got a back seat. Just put the fucking speaker in the back seat. And he's like, nah, dude, trust me. Show up, of course, contract was mislabeled. No house sound. Now we're there with no speaker. We got to play three to seven. And I was like, damn, this is So happening. you rocked out jetty so with what what happened was we did called, acoustic blast we, we called our agent okay see we called our agency and they had a connect there sent a guy out drop off some sound equipment it was nice. very dope actually it was yeah, a very nice sick. syndicated thing yeah, like we yeah. had a guy just show up drop us off a mixing board and a speaker and we were like Yo. very tight very cool <laughs> <laughs> and we're playing and we got one speaker now this is a big ass fucking bar and we're playing, and we, we only got one, so I raise it up as high as possible, kind of angle it, and I'm aiming towards the back, so it covers everybody, but naturally, if you're trying to make people in the back here, it's got to be it's gonna be a little bit louder up front. We got this one fucking regular who's just like, see, I'll, I'll, take, I'll take criticism if you approach it the right way. I don't like when people just come up and be like, hey, turn the fuck down or something like that. Like, just you guys sound good, but like, you guys could like bump it down a little bit, blah, 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 blah. that'd be cool. That'd be cool, but this guy comes up and he's hey, like, "Hey man, turn that fuck down." He said, he said, "He said his exact words. I think you guys are confusing good with loud." And Ooh, I was like, "Gotcha, burner." I was like, first of all, I'm not confusing shit with shit, dude. Like, if you want me to turn it down, you can say that." But like, it's just like it was a blow that didn't need to be sure. blown. You know what I'm saying? And so I was like, and then I realized I was like, I don't work for the fucking Jenny. I don't have to put up with this shit. So I just like called him out on the mic, like I was playing and like. And like the crowd clapped after one of the songs, and I was like, uh, <laughs> "Crowd roared." Yeah, well, the crowd didn't roar, but they they applauded. <laughs> they applauded, and I was like, "Oh, you guys are far too kind, except for this guy." Like, blah, blah, blah. I was just fucking with him at that point. I was like, "Dude, fuck you." What just happened there? I think the mic. The I don't know. Yeah, whatever doesn't matter. Doesn't something. affect the major recording. Yeah. But yeah, he was just a fucking dick, dude. And that was my only experience. It was just that guy who was a dick, and it was like I couldn't understand why. And then the manager was like, "Yeah, we had." A complaint from a regular and i was like you know what's great about this is i don't i don't care i don't (laughs) don't work for the jetty i don't work for him like i'm just another dude doing my job while he's out drinking on his yacht like he can he can fuck himself this was a yacht guy i pictured him as like barely barely uh, kind of a drunk no he's a he's like an older 60 year old guy very pretentious looking oh yeah regular yeah, gives, he was, gives the business mm-hmm. hundreds of dollars. Yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they felt they needed to say something, and I was just like, you know, that's the beautiful thing about not working for anybody is I could decide who was an asshole. And I decided that guy was an asshole. And was, I don't know. He deserved it. Oh, like yeah. I love the Jetty, by the way. <laughs> I'm just gonna I know. Try I to get that point. Like, that's like that's like punching my little sister. In that's the like the only place there, probably, to hang out, right? <laughs> um, it's like no. one of the only cool spots. Yeah, I like that. I mean, the Jetty is like a, 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 a crazy. You know, you can go crazy there. But yeah. um, it was a cool place, dude. It was like it was like there's the red secrets. eyes. I mean, there's like you know, there's a whole bunch of places on the island to go to. It was like the secrets of like that area, I imagine. Yeah, exactly. Like it was like, you know, multiple bars, very cool place, which just that one guy. That was really it. I Everybody say, else is super dope. I would say Red Eyes is more like the secrets of the area. And I, I played think Jetta is more like yeah. the, the local. Cause cool. I played at Red there. Eyes too. Now they're cool because they got that big ass stage out there. And I see, like, I prefer the Jetty over Red Eyes. That's just me personally. See, I, I, I liked the Jetty. Um, but also, when I played the Red Eye, I was a little bit younger, so I probably couldn't appreciate it as much. But the, the Red Eye has a serious, like, music staging. Like, I'm talking, oh, yeah. like, an elevated stage, like, 
as wide as this garage is long, like just it was a serious stage, and they got that big ass platform out there. That was impressive. Yeah. And when I, I played there with they the country rock band. On there yeah, Ooh. that's that's, that's how I know Red Eye. Yeah, that's what they're oh, I'd hear yeah. the ads on 98 Rock. Mickey Coachella would host them. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, can we take a, a quick pee break? Yeah, dude, I was thinking the same thing. I got pee so bad. What happens in the pee break? We, we uh, take a nothing. cut. Yeah, yeah, we just, whatever. <laughs> what I was going to say was, I think that there's this, I don't know how familiar with our, you are with Towson. But there's a spot in, um, like, right off the circle. If you look, it's like the it's where like Trader Joe's used to be. You know what I'm talking uh, about? Like down in the bottom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have this just this big white wall. It's the side of the mall parking garage that you can yeah. see coming up York Road. It's just this big plain white wall. I mean, it's huge, dude. Like, it would be sweet to fill that up with some type of like thing. Because the only other mural around there is this mural. If you go on the other, if you go off Joppa Road in the circle down towards like World of Beer and where the new, like where Cinemark is and stuff like that, mm -hmm. you know what I'm talking about because you fucking worked at Cinemark. Yeah. The fucking, uh, the side of, uh, it's either BJ's or World of Beer. I want to say it's World. I don't sure know. It's not a taco place. No, because they're, they're done for, dude. It's I the, think, right? The side behind World of Beer? Oh, on the borders, done for? No, 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 no. The, the, the Japanese place is done for. Oh, no, Sakura. you're thinking on the border. You're thinking yeah, on the border. I said taco, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. You did. I, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. But they have, <laughs> they have this painting, and it's like the weirdest. It freaks me out. And you'll, if you like look at it. It's like a volunteer fire station right next door. <laughs> I grew up next to one. All the time. I grew Dude, up on the street with the fire department. So basically what it is, is it's, yeah, that thing is always up to something. And they... They have this like painting, and it's like this purpley gray tone on the painting, and it's just these like workers, right? And they're just like single file marching like across the picture, and they don't have faces. They're just like faceless, just construction hats carrying sacks towards this big mill, <laughs> and it's just this very dark looking thing where it's like the people are faceless, and the the background is gray and like just dark looking. And I always thought it was just a creepy fucking painting. Yeah. It's it just for BJ's, it, I think. It looked like, you ever read the book 1984? Mm -hmm. It looked like what I would imagine the art in that like dystopian city would have looked like. Sure. It was fucking weird, dude. And I feel like it's we probably could, happened they hired an artist. Like, we want a mural on this wall. Like, just <laughs> like do whatever you want. Just make it cool. Dude, it looked yeah. like some kind of like, like communist. Uh, I'm going to go with the, uh, <laughs> we're all trapped workers in this rat race of yeah. life. Like Love every Chipotle <laughs> commercial. <laughs> yeah. Every Chipotle commercial is like, you are original and our food is fresh. But <laughs> we're going to tell it like it's a Pixar movie and it's about a scarecrow, though. You yeah. are original. But, ah, uh, dude, I don't even want to start that conversation. Up, but <laughs> I think it's a very unoriginal thought to think that Chipotle is better than Kentucky, and I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, I'm totally anti that. Kadoba's so good, dude. Chipotle. Oh, when was the last I, time you had Kadoba? I did in New York a lot. It's yeah. too cheesy. I didn't like um cheesy like like the food was cheesy. You just thought the environment was just like cheesy. The, no, the actual cheese like that the they used, I think, queso is, or anything. Yeah, I don't like the queso. Mm. I didn't like the. I didn't like the quality for, cheese. As a man that has trouble with cheese, yeah, I don't eat cheese. I'm a preferable uh, you guys to eat, Chipotle. You guys are, but I only do the tacos, so I'm a weird guy anyway. Fuck the burritos, guys. Uh, I tell you what, man. I do. A, I do a Cadoba burrito though. Cadoba burritos are dope. So that's what I was talking about. I'm Cadoba burrito over Chipotle burrito. 
But that's I'm a taco counts. guy, that's so I'm counts, eating a yeah. Chipotle. Dude, okay. dude. You just, you just blanketly said Cadobo versus Chipotle. All right, all right. I was talking from so the you general... you love those dude. Cadobo tacos, huh? <laughs> dude, they got some <laughs> bullshit tacos now. They make you like pay like twice the price for like shittier tacos that are like artisanal or something. The oh, yeah, burrito is like. the... The burrito, they both... Like they're known... I feel like the thing you get like the most popular order at either one of those places, either burrito or a burrito bowl. Agreed. So I feel like to I hold... I'm the oddball. But it doesn't change my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think you have an original reason for an unoriginal so opinion. So you think I'm original? That's why I went with Chipotle. I think you're unique, <laughs> bro. You're very unique. Very unique guy. <laughs> I think that's cool. Like, like I, don't, I don't know. I would take Santana's of all of them. Go California with a burrito because none of these burritos are real burritos. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Well, what makes a real burrito? I like a California burrito that has just steak, cheese, and French fries. No rice? <laughs> no rice. What? Get that rice down my face. Okay, good well, ass tortilla. Authentically you know they have speaking. At, uh, at Slovakian. They, I, like eat that? That, I eat that they all the time. That and that's the closest I have yeah. to it. I eat it all the time. That is kind of like that Greek fusion kind of thing, which is, um, I mean, it's important. It's important that the Greek food, because Greek food is kind of like a weird, like it's very like you know how Italian food is very like intricate kind of like they have like all these like fancy recipes and shit like that and like they the pastas and all this different stuff. Greek food is very much just like meat, very island food, and and I feel like it's important for I feel like it's important for Greek culture to to kind of fuse that into American culture more because Greek food's kind of falling off, dude. It's not very popular. It's not as popular as like Italian food. I definitely have only mm-hmm. eaten Greek food like you know I'm I'm under fifty. Yeah, under for sure in my life 50 times yeah. yeah oh okay where i'm well over 50 and like the Italian. japanese kill it with sushi dude they they came in guns blazing and people love sushi and people obviously and sushi love was like food. trendy for a little bit you know what i mean i'm way way more sushi than greek dude greeks got a, sushi greeks need a better marketer they, they, they need somebody what are you to selling me though get off of me with those onions man that makes you my like breath all yogurt, stinky dude, dude on, why are you bro. trying to fucking tell me yogurt's <laughs> good yogurt sucks yeah like Get, uh, get, I, yeah, I got to be swayed by the by the meal. <laughs> you just gotta, <laughs> I do like Samos. You got to appreciate. <laughs> down there is good. You ha- in order to appreciate, you have to appreciate the just like anything else. You have to, and that's the hard thing with fusing. Because like, look at Chinese food for instance. Uh-huh. American Chinese food is nothing. You know, common thing to say, but it is nothing like actual Chinese food. They found a way to merge it into the American mm-hmm. taste. The only thing that the Greeks really succeeded in that department was the the gyro. I yeah. mean, the gyro's dope. You're a super solid. The gyro's but I don't awesome. like the onions, though. I need to cut off the onions. I need to get... That's too much onion for me. Yeah, I could but see But I do... I think the gyro bread is a phenomenal... Your meat's phenomenal. Like, we're in a, we're in a good, good spot. Good spices. With that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bread. I but, do spill a lot. I'm not as... I'm getting shit on my yeah, hands. Yeah, you gotta fold that You gotta I'm not fold very that good. I'm not a talented up. eater, but that, I do like it. That, and I think... I feel the, like maybe a burrito, like just a tortilla shell with the hero shit in it would be, like, the most... Oh, you that know. would be dope. A, a Euro taco? Yeah. They had that at Taco Bell. Oh, yeah? I mean, yeah, Taco Bell thought it. Suvlaki does. You know, it's pretty wrapped up. Suvlaki definitely, right, yeah. I, that's why I like Suvlaki, because they kind of they kind of brought it in, dude. They kind of brought it into the, to the yeah, limelight. Yeah, eat there regularly, because it is, it is a good substitute. I think the other problem is, I think that the Greek words are just too long and too hard to pronounce uh, for people to get no down with I, it. I don't read any, I can't read, I can't read any menu. I can barely read. I'm Greek and I can barely connect. Like, I tried to order dessert the other day. I went to Yasu with, with my girlfriend, Ricky. And your girlfriend's Ricky? Yeah, Ricky. Nice. Erica. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Erica. It's cool. Um, is that a pet name or is that a real name? That's a real name. Nice. I, yeah, it's I a don't nickname, even. It's a name because, you know. 
I don't he even. Just, he wanted. He just wanted Eric, and then he wanted his girlfriend <laughs> to be Erica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can't refer to you in the same light. Yeah. <laughs> but um, separate. One of their desserts is. Uh, it's it's called Galactopurigo. You can't order that. Galactopurigo. Galactopurigo. It's a first of all, it's a guttural ga gala gala, which means milk. Galactopurigo, which I don't even know what the fuck the last part means. They probably could have let that part what out. What is it? That's what I'm saying. It's um, it's kind of like a custard. Sounds like octopus, honestly. Oh, octopus is octopodi, because the Greeks they came up with all that shit, dude. Octo, eight, body, foot, you know, podiatrist, all that stuff. Um, Go Greeks. Yeah, dude, we had it going for a while, and then we just we I don't just remember that time. Oh, way early, way yeah. early. Oh, way, oh, way, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you guys were OGs, dude. Yeah. Yeah, Original. The smoking yeah, weed of Greek culture was fucking boys. <laughs> yeah, it's got to, chilling, know, undriven, yeah. and yeah. Le- like yeah. naturally that fell out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so <laughs> some <laughs> some <laughs> up, I guess I don't know. Dude, I, you know what I was pissed about though is that we didn't help out Greece when the with the Olympics. Like that yeah. country should not have had any kind of financial problem. As a yeah. world, we should have came back and given them whatever kind of shit ton of money we needed. The Olympics are fucking, dude. They just like FIFA. They're fucking con artists and the administration. They go into Obviously, these but I'm just saying. countries and they just ruin their financial structure. They get. They, I mean, they, happened over there. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what yeah. I'm saying. I'm saying that the whole world should have been like, all right, let's get, let's give them, let's give them twenty bucks. Dude, like, let's yeah. give, let's everybody give a couple, <laughs> two, twenty million, thirty million. What do you need, Greece? Dude, because we just we were all playing sports. We didn't think proud, this was going to be too big for you. That's the thing, man. I just don't get what's what's going on over there. Because in a way, they're kind of like, I want to say they're ahead of the curve because they went down that whole like socialist route like yeah. pretty early. Back in the eighties, they went down the whole like free college, free healthcare, free this, that, the other thing, and it just did not play out very well for them, dude. I'm not saying it can't be done, but like they did not do it right. They did not do it right, and that kind of screwed them. But then the EU, the whole concept of everything—are they in a bad spot currently? I thought they were doing all right. They're kind of. I mean, speak for all of Greece for me. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'm the voice, the voice of Greece right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, from my, from what I've learned, they uh, they were bailed out by it's, Germany, right? Well, the or thing about the just EU, by the EU, the EU, but Germany really controls the EU, which is another thing. I always got kind of pissed at England a little bit because I thought it was a very cocky move to be the only country in the EU who doesn't use the euro. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, if yeah. you're going to have a union... Are they the ones that th- that's new, or has that always been? The, the European... The, the UK never got off the pound. Okay. They've always been on the pound, and every other country in the EU... Went to the euro. Went to the euro. The Greeks used to have the drachma. Oh, that's crap. The Italians used to have the lira. They all went off. The Franks, yeah. all that. Well, isn't the pound is is it worth more than the euro still, or is it like a? The English are fucking smart, dude. That's what they got. They were like, "Look, we'll get this union. We'll get all the benefits of the union." But like, I'm not gonna fucking have grease on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> that was, I'll tell you, that's what I'm seeing what they're doing. Like, we've seen, we've seen, we've seen what they do. We can't trust got locked to Porgo. Doing that shit. Nobody's buying that. <laughs> but no, that's what that's really what happened. And and they got bailed out. And bailing out really meant the Greeks are barely a sovereign country anymore. Yeah. I mean, all of happens? our you lose your uh, dude. Think about what would happen. Think of, yeah, whenever I try to understand macroeconomics, I just think microeconomics. If you're a person who is defaulting on their debt, what happens? They possess your assets. Yeah. They take your assets. You got a car. That's our car now. 
You got a house. That's our house now. So they did the entire country. That's how it works, man. Mm. And so now Greece is just like, I mean, we had like the primary shipping ports and now Germany pretty much has full control over all of our shipping industry. Oh, wow. Lost, lost. Yeah, that's crazy. The only thing we really have going that's for us still is See, that's tourism. that's a cooler way of uh, taking over the world, in my opinion. That's the way. That's mercantilism. That's how you do it. Yeah, Nobody Angela Merkel, dude. <laughs> Got the name after it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, dude. We're well, going too like... far down the rabbit hole now, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I just flipped over a rock. Oh, no. A million spiders. Oh, no. That's it, dude. That's, I mean, that the British kind of, well, I would say that the Greeks kind of had it. In ancient Greece, we kind of had it, but the Romans really perfected that system of going in, and their whole thing was like, hey, let them speak their language, let them practice their religion, but at the end of the day, we control their finances. They're a territory of us. The Romans did that, and then the British just took it to the whole next level. And that's why they didn't go in the EU. They've always been smart like that, dude. I don't know why we keep falling for so that you, shit. So you think world domination is actually the goal of a country? Not the goal, but, I mean, if you're talking about trying to keep the citizens in your country in the best possible place, the citizens of the UK are doing way better off than the citizens of Greece. So I, would, I bet you a lot of people in Greece would appreciate if maybe they were a little bit better at that shit than they are. I mean, I don't know, man. It's like You need expansionism to control, to help. No, your- no, 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 no. I don't, I'm not saying that you need expansionism, that that's like the ultimate goal. But it, the expansionism um, way of going about business has definitely benefited, like, you know, there's a reason why America is in the place we are versus a lot of other countries. I would say, I would say that that kind of, because at the end of the day, it's really about, it's I really about basketball. At the end of the day, I think it really comes down to accessibility of resources. And so really, that's really all. I mean, when you talk about America, you're really talking about the oil and getting, getting the best access to oil. And that's kind of what the whole like trades race out in Asia is about. And, and, and when your country, when your economy has easier access to resources, it makes it a lot easier on the people who live there. Sure. So, so I can see how, imperialism and mercantilism has benefited i can also it's benefited us mm-hmm. but it has it's a negative for others you know Great. so so, so it's what kind if of, aliens come down then we're all in the same boat right yeah so let's help each other that's what i'm saying but but we're all the, in the same boat in the situation that they're in when the aliens come you know what i yeah, mean yeah exactly like it's not like when the aliens come, everyone gets a free house and like. Yeah, a but we all stop worried about yeah, yeah, what yeah. we're doing bilaterally and go True, a yeah, little yeah. bit more thinking bigger. It's just a hierarchy thing, dude. It's just like it's just like in the way I see it, it's just how the rest of the animal kingdom works, dude. It's just like your species just has, and then they just certain groups start to dominate, and it's just human nature. I mean, I I, I would like to see us transcend beyond that, but. In the meantime, I would like to see myself on the winning team. Mm. Which, which? So you're fighting sounds, for the team. I'm not fighting for the team. I'm not fighting well, for. I'm not. I'm fighting for just everyone to wise up. To to. The, I, I would fight for people in Greece and people in the countries that are the ones on the downside of that system to just understand how it. I don't know. I don't really know what I'm fighting for. I'm not really fighting for anything. I'm just kind of pissed off that Greece is just not doing something <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, you know. Again, I don't speak for Greece, so they might be on a whole different... They, obviously, they're the ones getting fucking played right now, so... You know. I was unaware. I thought they were doing... I thought they stepped their game back up. In the, yeah, in the, sure in the same way that, the, um, that you could venture to say the, um, that America stepped its game back up after the 08 bailout, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I think we did. 
it's it, it, I mean it's, we're definitely better off than we were in 08 but it's just like in my eyes that, I that kind market of viewed, had to crash I kind of viewed they let it be fake for too long and it yeah. was readjusted we still have a, we still have that problem I mean we have pricing homes in California are ridiculous like even it happens fast but it's you know we're a capitalist nation so that tends to be the cycle on the microeconomic scale i imagine it's the same as like we got out of that crisis in the same way that like if you were really down in your luck and couldn't pay for your house or couldn't pay for your car you went to the bank and picked up a bigger loan so like you have the money now but at the end of the day that's that much more that you have to pay off in the long run that's the way i'm viewing the crisis and so like yeah we're good now but at the end of the day we're just further into debt Sure. We just have more fuck. We are just a, in a deeper hole to dig ourselves out of, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to kind of coast. I don't know. I mean, look, that's based on on a, on a debt value that I think is to me is the biggest variable you can have. the 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 cost of debt to me is is like cost of money owed always changes because when you yeah. don't have money to give me, I'll take what you got. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So the yeah. so the value is not the same. It, and the Federal Reserve, we're, yeah, we're different. So the cost of debt is the Federal Reserve variable. controls the cost of debt. You know, so, so, so does person that owns the debt. So that so you know what I'm saying? I just think when it comes down, it's going to end. It's still going to be a people versus people. What I imagine when I when people ask about like what's going on in Greece, I always say, just imagine if our country was ten times smaller. And like Delaware, yeah, like something like that. Just a like everything you're seeing happening to Greece is the same problems that we went through, except we had the resources and the access to get out of it. You know, we had the Federal Reserve to bail us out and shit like that. The Greeks had the EU central bank, the Swiss banks, and stuff like that. And so now they're just owned by. And the same, I guess, we're owned by the Federal Reserve. But I don't know. Who knows, dude? Not I. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, how'd you uh, how'd you cool down after the shoot though last week? I went and ate, what do you mean? I went and ate. I know you went to the corner, but did you do anything else cool? Um, no, I did actually. Well, I mean, I went to the corner, which was an amazing meal. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Chef Casey cooked it, but it tasted amazing. So mm-hmm. whoever was the chef at that night, it was awesome. But then I went to um because Adrian, my wife's pregnant, so she was like, you know, give me something good to eat. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm an idiot. So she was like, and she was like, I'll take pizza from Bella Roma, which is pretty low on pizza, right? And I just ate a corner BYOB, like great meal. I was like, oh, I should have ordered something from there. I'm yeah. such an idiot, right? <laughs> so I like, I fucked up big time. So I was like, I either got to go to like Golden West, make something up, or something, do something better, right? And I was walked into Art House Pizza, which I don't know if you've been to before, no. but like it's on Hamden. It's been there for a while. Mm. Um, I never really, I walked in. I've, we've eaten there like three times for dates, but like never really go in there that often and it's now it's open late for food Ooh. and the pizza in there was the best i went to ask the bartender it was a great guy i was like my wife wants something veggie and like crazy like i would never order this so what do you recommend recommend this thing that was like literally the best pizza i've ever eaten oh my yeah. god the, what yeah, was it called uh, fettuccine and something oh, uh, no no it was no it was like good. spinach and artichoke spinach and artichoke oh, spinach and artichoke okay. yeah super solid Dude, the sauce at that artichoke. place was amazing the crust has like salt on it and I've, i went back the next day and ordered two different pizzas because i was like <laughs> i was like this was her pizza i wasn't gonna yeah. like, scarf it down in the middle of the night i was just like oh my gosh this is it so uh, we went back the next day and we each got a half pizza so oh, wow this I'm is called art house or our house art house pizza art house pizza. Art house. 
And I'm gonna next time I got two pizzas that both great, both A's, but they didn't have the red sauce, and that red sauce was what I. So I'm gonna get like a regular pizza. The time. sauce is crucial for a pizza, it's dude. Light, for sure, it's it's what matters, dude. I mean, the crust is big time. The crust is probably crust it's tough. is huge. There's only three things really. There's cheese. As long as you, if you have good cheese, you kind of got that good department locked down. Mm. So you have good cheese, yeah, like mozzarella. quality cheese, you're fresh good. Mozzarella. Fresh yeah, mozzarella, you're good to go. The crust is like there's people vary on the crust a lot too. Yeah, Depends the crust on is the hardest thing. You want too. I like thin, like a, and then yeah, a, and then a nice thin. end that I can actually eat the crust. Mm-hmm. Well, the I crust, don't crust throughout. Yeah, the crust is the end. most dependent on the the individual place because like you can all buy cheese from the same provider, quality cheese provider. Everybody's working with the same cheese, you know, in theory. And then if you all get the best sauce, unless you're making your own sauce, but like I think there's a lot of cheese people. distributors though. There's a lot of cheese distributors, but I, what I I guess what I was getting at was that. If you're as long as you're working with quality cheese, it's going to yeah, be decent, yeah. you know. But like the sauce is like, if you're working with a quality sauce, there's a lot of sauce. I worked at a pizza place for a while, and we had a third party distributor for sauce. Mm-hmm. And like, I imagine that's how a lot of these places run, mm-hmm. unless it's like those real like. This is a nice place. This yeah, is exactly. Like a dinner place. This is not yeah. like a pickup slice. Place. But on like a could. on like a chain to chain. Within the next five days, <laughs> I kind of want to go there. I kind of want to go there on like a chain to chain basis. The crust is really where it nails because that comes down to how they cook it, mm-hmm. their oven settings, and everything like that. That's where you really separate. Like, all right, because even if if two places are working with the same sauce and the same cheese, it's still I not cooking. It the I want to see what the other people think because I ate there before and I was not blown away. I'll and I don't know if they week. changed like the recipe about? at Art our house. Pizza. I ate there before. It was never. I never came back with this. Like, wow. But, but also, like, Hamden is such like a lackluster pizza spot anyway. Yeah, because like, it's, it's really Philly's best Bellaroma. Best Bellaroma. The the, I've never been like, G's, but I've never been there. Paul G's Bernard's the first yeah. time. I know it's it's like Charles. Also, it's Kings. Like, Kings is Kings. on the avenue, but they're not that yeah. good either. There's not that good either. Yeah, and then there's a place down to the end, like the uh, uh, Rivaldi's. Used to be like used to be Angelo's, and now it's yeah. Rivaldi's. I've never been to a place in Hamden. It's only good because it's the best one. You know what I mean? Out of those ones, food market's great. Corner BYB is amazing. If you ever had the charcuterie in the back of Corner BYB, that stuff is whoop, so really? good. And food market's great. And then I would say right down the street, Woodbury, if you never had that, that is a top-notch meal. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but the most satisfied I've ever been after a meal in Hannah was when you hit a Rofo after the bars, dude. <laughs> I, hate to, I hate to say <laughs> That's it. That's a good one, too. I that's really a, do hate to say it. That's the best Rofo, honestly. And Rofo's are kind of local business, kind of, aren't they? They're Maryland. They that's They're the corporate headquarters, yeah. the one in Hamden. That is dope, dude. Rofo Go has next time you're there. Tell them what's up. Fantastic <laughs> chicken, dude. Fantastic fried chicken. Some of the best. I think it's better than KFC. My my wife thinks it's it's unnatural because it's too juicy. She thinks they can't. Uh, no chicken's uh, that juicy. She it's can't a pressure eat it. cooker. It's the way they cook it. I believe it, but yeah. Well, that's because she thinks um, it's unnatural and doesn't eat it. Dude, I think it's I'll the best fried chicken in the market, but I don't eat fried chicken, so that's how they do it. Because uh, my mom, she used to work at McCormick, mm-hmm. and they used to do all, like the spice blends for like KFC and Wendy's and all that shit. So they'd just be making that shit in their test kitchen. So they'd be making like fast food by like professional chefs and scientists and gotcha, shit. Yeah, and then the wow. employees would just get to try it. So she said like the best chicken she ever had was when they were cooking fresh KFC chicken there because mm-hmm. they pressure cook it too. But like just the way it cooks in there and it's like all sealed, sealed in, it in. C- cooks it super quick, so it can retain super juicy, but. It's crazy. Super it's crispy. like super white. There's like nothing that looks fake. I mean, nothing yeah. that looks real in there. Like it's like if you would draw a, chi- a fried chicken, that's what you would do. Like the, the how thin <laughs> the lines of like the tears oh, of the yeah, meat dude. is, and just like pops. Dude, I had my buddy who came down from New York and a uh, black dude that always would get 
fried chicken at the end of my uh, when he would stay down here because he like Royal Farms not up there. Yeah. So it's like I don't eat fried chicken, but like that often. But like, man, that's when I would eat it, and he would, he would just, and he would just like, I have to get another box. Like, have to get <laughs> so one. good. Like every time, it's like we gotta get one. Stokos <laughs> isn't bad. Shout out to Stokos. They got a pretty good chicken box. I like For a chicken sure. box. Ooh, it's I don't just, know. it's just Stokos. I don't eat chicken boxes though. Chicken. Well, there's just Stokos. Like three wings and yeah. fries. Yeah, fries. They have it. Chicken. They have it at Rofo. You know, but it's just the wings combo. Yeah. Or My whatever. mom would. Fried chicken was on the weekly cycle. Like, you know, every week we would eat the same thing, pretty much like spaghetti, fried chicken. Like pork chops, whatever. Like, and mm. fried chicken. I was just like, I don't want fried chicken day again. Dude, I've been I thinking about chicken. that. Chicken was like three times a week, three or four times a week. It's like, don't want chicken. What's gonna be on like once you have kids? Because like when I grew up, you know, my mom had a cycle. Mm-hmm. She had the things that she cooked, and like, oh, oh yeah, shit, we're we having this again. We're having this. Like, what do you think's gonna be on your cycle, dude? Adriana is the best cook in the world, dude. Really? Oh my god, my Hell kid yeah. is locked down. Dude. If he likes any of this crap, the, um, <laughs> like the thing is, some kids like don't want to eat good food, mm-hmm. like. She makes like that's steak true. with like a a, a, vet, uh, a salad that's like ra- raspberries and cheese and nuts and like and then she'll like her but her plainest meal and her best meal is this rice and chicken Ooh. and it's just rice and chicken. There's no sauce mm-hmm. and it's like I don't know why it's good. Dude, I <laughs> am a sucker. So for and if my rice kid doesn't chicken. like it, I might be an abusive father. I'll be like, this is no, this is good. <laughs> you don't know what good is, dude. Kid and kids do like the plain picky, shit. Man. Kids, I know, picky. that's what I'm saying. Like if I've, you let them be, dude. I'm not gonna. You can't let your kid be picky, dude. I'm sorry. Like yeah. you're not paying for your own food. Eat the fuck. I'm sorry. Yeah, my mom was like that. We were like that too. There's only one time that like that didn't that backfired. It was like liver or like kid. It was something that was so gross, and none of us wanted to eat it. And like we're like no. She's like no. You have to eat till you're done. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then she took a bite of it and was like, oh. Nah, Is your nah, are, was your family like this. super Polish? No, not really. Not really. I mean. They are. They're Polacks. Yeah, that's, a, that's the case. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm part Polish too. Like an eighth, Celeski. Yeah. That's a Polish name. Mm-hmm. I think it was spelled with an I originally. I think it was Modulski. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, really understand my heritage because at one point I was like, I always thought I was Polak the whole my whole life, and then like I was like 17. They're like, no, you're Czechoslovakian. I'm like. Well, that's Dude, a new story. And then like, we'll, we'll fill me in on these details, and the details are shaky, and it's just like. All right, whatever. I'm a, I'm like one sixteenth Cherokee Indian too, so like whatever. You know what I'm, yeah. I, I'm a hairy white dude. Like that's where I'm. Yeah. I'm, I'm from the Eastern Shore. Is where I'm from. Yeah, that would be cool. But I always say like uh, I'm Polish and Irish, so I'm a drunken idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I always like the Polak stereotype too. That always got yeah, me. Yeah, I love that. It's good for jokes. I like it's being great. The, like idiot. That's fine. Polak. That's like one of those terms that just nobody ever decided was derogatory. Really. I mean, it's they, like they try, but we're like Polak people. We're like, ah, we like it. Yeah, I like it. Polak. Yeah, it's like almost Fucking endearing. Polak. It's endearing. Yeah, it's, it's like, very endearing. Polak Johnny's, dude. We, we have decide? a whole brand. Like, oh, they, for sure, yeah. they were like, wait a minute. This is, oh, crap. We're in trouble. Like, Redskins, they're going down. Like, oh, we're, how, like, they're like 13th on the list, but they're like, hey, we're getting to you, Polak Johnny's. <laughs> we're coming Johnny after your boardwalk store. Yeah. I just wonder who decides, dude, because certain ones are just like, I don't know. Polak's a good one, though. That's the thing. It just sounds good. It sounds good. There's certain ones that just don't sound good. There's really no, there's no. The thing is, there, there's a lack of Pollock jokes, though. We're, we ran out, and that, like, the blonde took over, and we were pissed about it. We're like, hey, come, where's oh, ours? Where's Pollock jokes? Our come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, we like those. Yeah, we were fun. They were <laughs> funny old, to us, man. Good old Polish jokes. Dude. Blondes didn't appreciate it as much. Dude. Blondes were very, I don't, I don't know. You know what? We had this kid on here that was telling us, Gustavo, he was telling us that um, the word blonde, if it's describing a man, doesn't have an E, and if it's describing a woman, does have an E. So it's I with a man? No, it's an just e. just B O B L O N D. 
Oh, if you're blonde. saying a guy is blonde, it's just, oh, he's blonde. Like, but no the feminine e. has an E after the D. Never knew. I didn't need I don't know if I ever caught a man blonde, though. Yeah. Exactly. You don't really refer to guys, but oh, you're the blonde over there. Jimmy's my brunette friend. Yeah, dude. I guess all the hair color terms are very, they're very, uh, because the Spanish, they they they're kind of like um they're kind of the transcendent of gender, which is weird because they have the gender specific terminology. Because like okay, if you have a brunette guy, uh, Moreno, like they, all the Spanish cooks all call me Moreno, mm-hmm. which I guess I think that applies to like dark skin, dark hair, but like the same the equivalent would be Morena, mm-hmm. and they just throw it around, dude, Rubio, Rubia, blonde, blonde, you know whatever. Mm-hmm. But like we really don't refer to guys as like their hair color, really. We just don't. We don't. It's no. kind of it's kind of a feminine. Unless it's like redhead or something, you know. Yeah. Unless it's like something very red, particular. Yeah, definitely redhead. Yeah. Which always got me because I don't think Bill Burr is actually redheaded. I don't buy it. I don't. I see him as a blonde guy. I do. <laughs> That's because he's old, a, dude. Maybe I guess I guess all redheads eventually become blonde before they go gray. Yeah, I guess that's the the fucking circle, dude. Well, the blonde is the I think gray you're trying to hold the redheads, like the right? Pullock, too, like if you can be a redhead and you're a comedian, it's a little bit of an advantage. It is an even advantage. if he's just stretching it. You're like, well, mm-hmm. well, redhead is super well, unique. He's like Irish and he's like he's an definitely angry Irish. Comic, so yeah, it kind of works yeah, for him. That works. Out. There's a very specific region of the world that's capable of producing redheaded people. When you think about it, I mean, there's I mean, how many different places can you go where people have dark hair? You go to South America, you can go to Asia, you can go to Africa, you can go to Mediterranean, they're all dark haired. And you go up to like the Scandinavian, like Northern Europe, they're all blonde. Mm-hmm. But like redhead, it's like a very Dude, I went specific. To Iceland, they're all blonde. It was exactly. crazy. And they're all gorgeous. They all look the same. They're like these, like what That's we Utah picture too. as like the gorgeous blonde. Yeah. And they're like, there's a hundred of them. How, how yeah. they, they're everywhere. <laughs> Dude, but redhead is like. Utah in the US because it's all Mormons. Yeah. So it's just all like. You'll go to like a Taco Bell drive-thru and then fall in love with like the person <laughs> at the first window, yeah. and then you'll get to the second window and be like, "Whoa, this girl's even hotter!" <laughs> and they were yeah, fucked, yeah, and see, they're at a Taco Bell. See, see, I'm all about. That doesn't happen in Maryland. I'm all about. The other day there was a there was a decent looking toll booth. I was like, a toll booth lady that looked. Oh right. wow! I was like, this is, a, this this is an unexpected treat. Do <laughs> so much better. You can be working the jetty for the top hostess. It's four dollars. It's a five. Keep the change. <laughs> yeah. Spend it on something nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Pull toll booth pimping, dude. Just killing it, dude. I don't know. I'm much more attracted to the. I like. I like the dark haired women. I think. I think it's more of a exotic look. But that could be cultural, dude. That could be cultural. Who knows? Blonde women. It's like I don't know. I just think of like basic. See, white I'm more girl. of a face shape. Like I like a. My wife has a rounded. I like the rounded face, big eyes, rounded face. Like I don't like like you know Jennifer Hewitt has that like narrow. Like fuck, I don't know. You know that. that's the thing. I never with Greek girls. They and Mediterraneans kind of they oh, have sharp. Greek Pretty girls sharp have very features. sharp features. Yeah. It's like very. It's like almost like almost too mannish for me like i don't like greek girls yeah, have yeah. defined jawlines which exactly. when you're like if you're like a model it's like great but like at the end of the day it's like i don't i don't want to have like a chin competition with you right now you know it's like <laughs> yeah the uh, brooklyn decker is andy roddick's wife apparently and my wife showed a picture of her to me today and she was like i was like that's that's not my choice like she like had a jawline like yeah. you know like a butt chin it was like sticking out i was like whoa like, yeah i can't do that's that never going away like, soft that's features gonna be, you're gonna be looking soft at that you gotta for a shave while. it down yeah. dude yeah. the first dude, your ears and your chin never stop growing yeah. <laughs> yeah. i feel like that could be true is that true <laughs> it's a, the ears part is true it's a truth and a lie situation <laughs> yeah. oh yeah 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 it's really selling that fake news dude yeah <laughs> fucking getting me i think it's ears and nose right yeah that's it's ears and nose, nose or yeah. something sucks 
Which sucks. Balls, I think. See, I, <laughs> I'm kind of blessed because my ears yeah. are super Have fucking small. Have you sat small. on your balls before? No, not I've, yet. I've, I've done it enough, twice. <laughs> I've done it twice in my life. One, I was kind of young, but yeah, I've done it twice I'm in my a, life. I'm gonna it let scares you. you. It doesn't. You don't know how it happens. I'm going to let you in on something, dude, and I don't really say this, but I have... I kind of have small balls, dude. Yeah. I feel. I feel like I. I it's just like it's that like seems they like don't the optimum situation. And everybody was like, yeah. I got these big like giant not, balls that are in not, all over the place all the time. I kind of <laughs> wish they were bigger sometimes, dude. Like I kind of <laughs> wish like my balls like kind of like just fucking like it's got to be like super hot for them to do that. Most of the time, they're pretty much like yeah, you know, where they're that's, at. That's what I'm saying. That's why it shocks you. Like right now, they're pretty much where they're at. You know, yeah. like agreed. They I don't look, know. Mine looks scale. Mine like they're not like. <laughs> You know, like they're not cartoonishly big or small. They look right. They're like, you know. I just don't know. I just like, it, first of all, it's such know. an unattractive part of the body in general. But I do like, I don't know. My dad used to walk around naked all the time. So like, I think I was exposed to like old man balls like from a very young age, which apparently is weird. A lot of people's <laughs> yeah. dads didn't walk. My dad would just walk around and be like, it's my fucking house. Like, fuck you guys. Like, I do what I want. My dad would, like, with pee with the door that, open and shit. Like, it know. was his house. I, I mean, I kind of <laughs> side it, with it. I don't know. It's definitely not normal, but it also... It wasn't anything weird, though. Yeah. It wasn't like... Wasn't he was like, Jimmy, you gotta be naked, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's your house, too, Jimmy. We have guests, Jimmy, naked. <laughs> <laughs> he did He did beat me naked once, which was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing oh, yeah, ever. Yeah, that I don't want. Well, I was naked. He wasn't naked. I was naked. Oh, you were naked. That's way better. He got me in the shower. I was playing with a candle. Oh shit! In, <laughs> the, in the shower, I went through this with phase. Where like, well, yeah, 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 because I didn't want to know I was playing with a candle. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, <laughs> so I stripped down. I the well, they told me they were like, plan, they were right. like, Jim, Genius get a plan. fucking shower. I hated taking. I still don't like taking showers. It's like a major inconvenience. Too. It's a big move to take a shower. It's a big so, move. So I hid my toy yeah, in my yeah. pants. Yeah. So I fucking uh. Well, I mean, he always catch me in the bathroom doing shit. One time he wa- caught me walking out of the bathroom with a ruler. Like, he knows what I was fucking doing. Fucking <laughs> got me on that one. Next time you measure your dick, fucking blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But no, he, uh, I was, I turned the shower on because he told me to take a shower. I was like, it's a s- smooth time to play around with candle for a little bit like because i got some time in here i got some time to work with i just went through this phase where, like i was just fascinated by like i would take the toilet paper and i would like roll it up and light it and then i would dip it into the wax and like i had my own little candles you know, i was like fascinated by that process and then i was like i would yeah, like do it cool. and i would throw it in there and then like i would make these big fires and my mom i guess had said something she had just noticed like i was fucking up all her candles <laughs> she <laughs> yeah. that there like she knew scorch marks in the yeah dude, oh yeah dude i had fucking like scorch marks going up the walls and stuff <laughs> and when you're a kid you're just like, like oh, smoke never damage notice. in they'll the bathroom notice <laughs> if i just don't talk about it, they'll never notice like i fucking made a hole in the ceiling with a golf club once it's like just, just try to act like I think I filled it with toothpaste and just like flaked. <laughs> Dude, yeah, when you're a kid, you're just like, whatever, Super man. Clean, never knows. Never, it's just a lot of fluoride. Yeah, no but, plaque. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, he, he came in the bed. He was like, he, I heard him start walking to the bed. I was like, fuck. And I hopped in the shower real quick because I was already naked playing with the fire, which is kind of probably a weird sight. I'm <laughs> thinking about I should at least be in the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like in the bathroom, completely naked, playing with cans. Like, oh, yeah. It's probably better I got in the shower. But I hopped in the shower, and he just pulled my ass out of there, threw me in my fucking bed, just beat the fuck out of me, dude. Which I'm glad he did. I'm glad he did. Because, like, that's dangerous, man. You can't be playing with fire. I was, like, eight yeah, years old. Exactly. There's a I was, line. like, eight. But, yeah, that was kind of a... But other than that, dude, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, his, his balls were like, it was just like one of those things where it was like. Have you ever been to like a gym? Yeah, but the thing is, old guys, they like, 
they like it out. It's like a generational yeah, thing. It's a generational thing for sure. I don't know why. Like you guys, you shouldn't be naked. And I just walked in this gym. Like at least take the nakedness to the, like they don't care at all. Yeah. They have conversations. Yeah, dude. Like, I'm not having a They'll conversation with either you, you guys. Dude. Dude. Because their Sorry, balls guys. have all reached appropriate like ball size at that point. I feel like like I wouldn't talk to an old guy. <laughs> with my, my balls, balls out until my too. balls get bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like you gotta have old guy balls to ride. Like, both of your balls had to be like, yeah, I sit on these sometimes. Like, I never had that <laughs> so problem. I'm, I can officially have a conversation at a gym now. Exactly. If you got old guy balls, that's the next That's the next <laughs> step, dude. That's the guy, young guy balls, dude. And you got little little balls. That's uh, different. Yeah, you may yeah, still yeah, yeah. Maybe young guy balls. I tried. We're on the side of little balls. I tried, <laughs> I tried to, like, give myself a, a boost by just saying, yeah, all young guys have small balls. And really, I have small balls. Small balls. <laughs> You, now you just have that deep-seated fear when they have to work, those little guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. They it. seem to be doing their job. Yeah, I think they'll be all right. I mean, I haven't yeah. had kids, but I don't know. You got to stop draining them. I'm brave, it. dude. <laughs> got some balls, dude. <laughs> yeah, brave. Metaphorical. I got great metaphorical balls. Yeah, you got <laughs> underdog balls. <laughs> you would never guess it, but I'm not a bitch. <laughs> 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 shit alright man well fucking ATB yeah. Productions yep you got uh, anything else you got brewing up at Joey Malinsky on in- Instagram yep I would say just ATB though ATB Productions ATB, follow man, that yeah um, on everything ATB we got Productions Archie special coming out yeah. yeah Archie specials coming out very We're, much looking forward to that yeah 30 we shot that at the wind up space so mm-hmm. I'm excited about that um how'd making, that come together you think it's I mean was it a solid special I like it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's cool. I seen the rough edit the other day. Max did a rough edit. Awesome. I, I want to talk about it. I want okay, to yeah. not. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll peek into it. Peek into it. Uh, definitely have some changes on that, but we're <laughs> we're coming. I'm gonna bring Archie in this week to hopefully watch it. Nice. I think Archie's one of those guys. I know him decently. We've had a lot of good conversations. I think he's one of those guys that could really benefit seeing himself from that perspective because I think that he's in his head a lot. And I think yeah. that, like, whenever you we talk, we kind of played to, up on that. Whenever you talk to Archie about anything, he's always just like, he's like, yeah, man, like, you know, I could have done this. Like, well, I'm just thinking, like, you just need to like view yourself from a third person perspective once and just see. He's very good. I think he's one of my favorite comics. This out, he just goes, he goes where I want him to go, dude. Shout out Archie Jameson. Agreed. Shout out. Oh yeah. And then I want to make some stuff where I don't, ha- where I can have somebody produce it, where I can get to act. But yeah. help this production. So whatever that means, I don't know what that means. Hell yeah, man! If any producers are listening, do some more creative one. stuff on yeah. some uh, days where it's slowing down. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and then also, you know, check out Master Plan. It's on YouTube. Yeah, Master check Plan's out, uh, on YouTube. Uh, and also, yeah. also your Vimeo. That's probably where all your anyone can find all your stuff. Vimeo is good, definitely. Cool. And then uh, live from the studio across everything at Eric Laser. Um, check out the Baltimore Comedy Festival. We got uh, some big shows coming up soon at Auto Bar, Union Brewery, uh, Motorhouse, pretty much all over the city. I think we got like 15, 16 venues now. The, it keeps fucking getting bigger. It's crazy. Um, keep an eye out September 1st through 4th. Jimmy, you got anything? Um, As always, Laughable. Shout out to Laughable. I think... They're getting towards the end of the summer, dude. They better come out with that app soon. Yeah, we're got an Android they, app. They got a month. <laughs> they might have. Already, I'm gonna sound like a complete douchebag if they already have it out. But yeah, um, it's on. It's on iOS right now. It's sick. It's like a glossary of comedians, so you can find out, you know, whatever whatever podcast you listen to. If you like a certain comedian on that, you can type in the comedian's name and see any podcast he was on. It's all individual profiles. Very sick. Thank you for letting us be a part of that, dude. Lobster font connection. I like it. Um, 
at Jimmy Selesky on everything. And I think Eric already said, but at LFTS Podcast on actually everything because it's only at Jimmy Selesky on Twitter. That's why I meant by everything. But LFTS Podcast on <laughs> actually every fucking thing. And uh, yeah, until next week, guys. Peace out. Peace. A recipe that features. We're chicken. featuring Louis C.K. So fried chicken on this one. This, this is just what I wanted to say. Standard fried chicken breakdown procedure. Easy as that. If this is better and than low block of lard comes up to temperature, we're going to get our coating ready. Now, Louis didn't measure anything, so we're just going to eyeball about two cups of flour, half tablespoon baking soda, a good shake of garlic powder, cayenne, paprika, salt, and pepper.